very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Correctman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance? Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as a thousand dollars a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as ten days. Call now three zero three six nine five seven thousand, or go online AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra fifteen hundred, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Uh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this KKSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Unlike Vic Lombardi, you go to Denver, very few Lombardis. No, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's yeah. all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. Welcome to the first day of Snowmageddon. It is here. It has arrived. And I'm not sure what to do with my hands. You got the Vic Lombardi show alongside HW. How you doing, HW? I'm good, man. Although it was treacherous getting in this morning. That whole not having a garage thing comes back to bite me once again. What did I tell you about the foils of winter? I tell people this all the time. By the way, Manchester will join us later in the program live from his locale where there is no frozen stuff. But this, uh, the devil's sweat is what I consider the stuff that falls from the sky at this time of year. What did I tell you? All it does is cause problems. You have to get outside earlier. You have to swipe at the windshield, do all that business, start your car. People don't drive as fast. It just causes problems. 
for people in the city. But what are you suggesting? I mean, at just this point, the stuff seems just inevitable. Yeah, just get rid of it. <laughs> if you come up with the solution for that, you will be a very rich man. Just get rid of it altogether. It can snow all it wants in the hills, okay, because I get it. That is what we do in Colorado, the tourism industry. But once you get to this side of the mountains, just calm down. It's too early for snow for me, personally. I mean, I played golf yesterday. I played golf only because I knew this was coming today. I had to. You had to soak it in. Dude, it went from 73 to 37 in a matter of hours. Well, and it's like pitch blackout, and you can barely see anything. I mean, I can barely see Colorado Boulevard. This is a uh, a depressing start to a Monday morning. Uh, don't worry. That's why we're here, though. We <laughs> we are your antidepressant on the Vic Lombardi Show. Happy Columbus Day, mind you, the federal holiday that everybody's trying to ignore or remove from the calendar. Not us. Happy Columbus Day. We work on this day. And there's a quirk in the schedule today. The Avs are on the ice. They face off at 11 a.m. against the Boston Bruins in Boston. Carried live right here on Altitude 950. Mark Mosier on the call. Mosier will join us at 1015. We're going to go an extra 35 minutes. So bonus Lombardi show this morning. We'll carry you all the way up to the Avs pregame show. What do we call that pregame show? The Avs pregame show with oh, Mark wow, Bertinoli. Really uh, creative. Uh, you should have seen the look on Julie's face on Friday when she was told she had the day off. Hastings about through a party. Oh my gosh, yeah, those two, those two are getting bumped and Moshe's show will get bumped for post game and then between the pipes with Josh Dover and then we'll get back on track with, uh, Kreckman and Harris starting at three o'clock. So again, abs hockey in the middle of our programming today right here on Altitude 950. Our guest list includes, in addition to Mark Mosier at 1015, we'll also talk some hockey with Mark Rycroft at 930, Riker. Sam LeCure, former major league pitcher. Uh, at 8.30, I want to talk to Sam about this whole sign-stealing thing, in addition to what's happening in the playoffs right now, since he played the game at that level. How prevalent is the art of sign-stealing, and what is considered cheating versus, you know, code? Everybody, everybody's got a code in baseball. I want to know what it takes uh, to cross the line on codes. We'll also visit with Woody Page coming up at 7.15. Woody just wrote a column detailing some of the changes taking place with the Broncos' ownership group. Now, one of the Bolins, John Bolin, brother of Pat Bolin, is looking to sell. Woody has details why he wants out. So we'll talk to Woody. I, I found that very interesting, the column he wrote. By the way, that was a very long column. I don't know if you had a chance to read it. Yeah, I did read it, and I, I found it very interesting, too. I don't think all is well in Broncos' land on the ownership front. That's the vibe I get. They, uh, they want to tell you everything's well. They want to tell you everything's fine. I don't think everything's fine. Depends on what your definition of well is. I mean, listen, change is inevitable. Right? Sure. Every team. Uh, if you look at the AFC West, every team, ownership makes a change of hands. And it usually goes from the person who originally owned it to one of his kids. And this is exactly what is taking place with the Broncos now. How long will it take? for it to pass on to the next person. Yeah, we'll see. I I, I don't know, but it, it, this whole one of the kids has to earn it thing, well, have any of them earned it? I mean, Blood of the City certainly hasn't earned it, and then there's some who are my age who, quote-unquote, could be 
in the running for this. It's just a very ultimately it's a very sad situation, but it's also messy if we're being honest. Yeah, we're gonna save our piping hot takes till the bottom of the hour since Woody's gonna join us at seven fifteen. But well, Woody's what, I... what joining us at seven forty five. So we got time. Oh, it's seven forty five. Yeah, you've got this fancy rundown thing you can look at. Okay, hold on a second. I thought that said 7.15. My bad. Well, good. This gives me more time to detail my near-death experience yesterday. All right, what happened? Because I got, I got this picture this morning, and it's it's concerning. I think you need to tweet it. So you, you saw the – should I tweet it? Yeah, you should tweet yeah, it. Yeah, but it doesn't put me in a good light. I, I don't like the lining on my face. It just makes me look really bad. I don't know if I should put that out for public consumption. I mean, that's something that can – that could go viral in a hurry. All right, well, can tell you us what happened. Describe what the pic- First of all, let me tell you what happened, and then you can describe the photo. Yesterday, we have a company over at our house, so I decided end-of-season barbecue is going to take place because that's what I do. I can barbecue. Well, well clearly you can't. I just watch the meat fry, whatever, um, or grill. So the barbecue, I don't know if you guys have the same issues. The the little lighter thing, the little button you push that automatically lights the grill, mm-hmm. wasn't working. Okay. okay. So I turned the gas on, and I hit that button that's supposed to light everything, and it just wasn't working. I was like, what what is happening here? What do I do? Who do I call? Do I call a service repairman? What do I do at this point? So the wife says, just light it manually. I go, what are you talking about manually? There's gas coming out of here. I can't just light it manually. Yeah, just throw a match in there, light it manually. So I turn it on. I go inside and I look for a lighter. It takes me a while. Turns out that you want you don't want to take that much time while the gas is moving to light something like that. You want to do it right away. So I show up about five minutes after I, I start the barbecue grill, and I take one of those extended lighters, and I put it on it. Nothing. Okay? This is supposed to be lighting. Nothing. So then I... I sort of lower my head and I go deep into the grill to try and light this thing. Boom. And I mean explosion. Take your best Hollywood movie and the explosion scene. That's what it was. Now, it didn't blow up the entire barbecue, but it blew up around me. Just a huge case of fire. And I felt the heat on my face. Scared the living crap out of me. I thought I was gone. So I survived that. The boom, everybody comes outside, are you okay? I go, yeah. And then they look at my face and go, no, you're not. And it smelled horrid. You know the smell of burning hair? Do you know that smell, HW? Yeah, like you lit your hair on fire. I can tell. I'm zoomed in on this picture right now, dude. So I go inside, and my buddy says, dude, your face is on fire. It was, you know, it was already singed. And I have all of my eyebrows, all of my eyelashes, all of the hair at the front of my face, all of my facial hair burned, singed. Thankfully, no major burns being... I shouldn't even be joking about this. This is not a joking matter. Kids, do not try to manually light a barbecue. Because I just paid the price for it. I survived with just minor singe burns. That's it. Did your wife apologize? Hell no. She probably planned it. (laughs) (laughs) She was trying to off you. Death by barbecue grill accident. But you see what happened? You see my eyelashes, dude? Dude, like, you you do TV for a living. You you may need to get a little work done here. This might be an excuse. I wonder if insurance covers this. I mean, you have to tweet this picture out because I'm now doing the zoom-in thing, dude. I can't put that out there, dude. It's just bad. Look at your hair. You, like... What, like you seared, you you cooked your face, Vic. You cooked your face and your hair. 
You're saying that was part of the barbecue? <laughs> yes. Uh, so how did this, I mean, how did this resolve? Did you go back to grilling? Did someone take the grilling duties over? Did you have to no, ice I, your face? Dude, I'm a man. I'm 40. I went right back to it. Put the steaks on there. We were fine. I just got rid of that. That smell is what, I mean, gave me nightmares. That smell is awful. I mean, listen, I I don't say that I know what burning flesh smells like, but I certainly know what burning hair smells like, and it is the worst smell out there. So I just went upstairs, took a quick wash of the face, and went back at it. It's not that big a deal. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, I, I, in all seriousness, I am glad you're okay because I'm looking at your hair right now, and you, you singed your eyebrows. You singed your the top of your hair, yeah. the side of your hair, your side burns. You singed everything. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Again, Woody Page coming up at 745. Sam LeCure at 830. Mark Rycroft, 930. And then the Moj at 1015. We're taking you for three hours and 35 minutes this morning. An extended edition of the Vic Lombardi Show. We'll also hook up with uh, Manchester at some point. Is he still in Vegas? Is yes. he still there? It was their annual trip for the Broncos bye week. Um, I wonder how he did at the book because we did pretty well in something we participated in. The eliminator pool? Yes. Did yeah. I not talk you guys out of out of Pittsburgh? You're a smart man. You I wanted I, to take Pittsburgh, but then you said, you know, that Jekyll and Hyde Jacksonville squad, you never know about them. And here they come. They put on a great game in Pittsburgh. And so we went with Philly, and there's now like 42 people left, and this thing started with like over 400. So yeah. we're in a pretty good spot, Vic. Okay, a lot to discuss this morning. What the hell is going down in Miami with that offensive line coach? Have you seen this video? This is yeah, creepy. that is uh, some hardcore drug use, kids. Creepy. Nuggets uh, lost a preseason game yesterday, but the story of that game is what Michael Malone said about his players. He ain't playing. He sent a message. We'll deliver that message as well. Plus, the Giants come to town next week to take on the Broncos, and the Giants currently have zero receivers. They're all hurt. So if you want to play catch with Eli Manning, feel free to call the New York Football Giants. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, our piping hot takes, coming right up. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Monday, Crackman and Harris, we turn our attention to Ben McAdoo and the Giants as the Broncos are back from the bye. Ryan, is Ben McAdoo actually a real person? I don't know. I know his mustache is real. I don't know what else is, Nate. I'm still at a loss from the Rockies' loss. Tune in. We'll get through it Monday, Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out and do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters. We do painting, you do life. Man.
now. There's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Howard. And I'm Kirk Yonke, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Wet and slushy highways and side streets this morning, so your speeds are off the normal pace. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. A crash or stall, eastbound I-70 approaching I-25 causing extra delay. Chain and traction laws are in effect. Both directions of I-70 between the Eisenhower Tunnel and C-470. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a full-time associate for the night shift in Denver at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, HW, I posted it on Twitter for you. I um, What I did is I, I just showed the eyebrows and the eyelashes. I don't want to show the entire face. Because to be honest, in this photo, I have an extremely punchable face. And I don't want to put that out there. Oh, I just saw what you did. That almost makes it worse, dude. Why? Why does that make it worse? Because it's so clear that you're trying to hide the real damage. I don't want people to know what happened, man. Well, then why'd you post it at all? It's embarrassing, dude. Has that ever happened to you? No. You barbecue? And your eyelashes, yeah, I do. Your eyelashes are bad, man. Are you okay? Like, are we not making a big enough deal out of this? I don't know. I mean, I'm working. You, you are know, working. Your people, you millennials, you'd be taking the day off. Oh, I, I'd milk this for a week. You'd be taking the day off. You'd be in some local hospital room. You'd be calling your mother. Charlotte would be at your bedside. Me, I'm working. Not only am I working with a burned face, I'm working on Columbus Day, a federal holiday, mind you. Yeah, aren't we supposed to get today off? Well, I think the the rest of the country does. You know what's crazy? Listen, I don't want to go down this road. 
a deeply political road when it comes to Columbus Day in Denver, Colorado. Good luck with that. But the rest of the country, if you go to Chicago, if you go to New York, Philly, Boston today where the Avs are playing a, an early an early game against the Bruins, Columbus Day is still a huge deal. Huge parade, everybody running around. It's a big deal there. Not so much here in Denver. Well, didn't they change the name to something more politically correct? No, they can change it with the, they can change it to whatever they want. Isn't it like I mean, Discoverer's Day or Explorer's Day or something? Again, I I don't know why people here look to change the name. I you can call it whatever you please. It's Columbus Day. I I, I don't understand this politically correct changing of the name thing. Well, yeah, I'm not we, changing. We, we don't the name. have to get into it. I'm not changing the name because you want to change people. Because you don't like it, I'm not changing the name. We don't like your name, change it. No, I'm not changing it. Well, it's not the name, dude. It's that they don't like what the guy did. That's fine. I don't like a lot of what old people did. You could say that about any historic figure. Any and every historic figure has skeletons in the closet. Don't get me started on that. So you find a skeleton, now you want to change history? You're going to go off on Abe Lincoln next? I'm just saying... Name an historic figure, and I'll give you a skeleton in the cl- anyone. I'll find something on Gandhi. <laughs> give me Mother Teresa. Give me enough DNA. I will find something. Give me a PI. I'll find you something. So don't play this game with me. I'm not changing the name. Happy Columbus Day to you. You got altitude 950. Time now for our piping hot takes. I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's this hot take. All right, so when I wasn't singeing all the hair off my face this weekend or blowing out my sprinklers doing man stuff, I did attend the CU Arizona football game Saturday night in Boulder. And I can tell you this, besides the stats that were produced in that game and the inability for the CU defense to stop anybody, the records that were broken amazed me. I want to talk about something else, but before I get there, that, that backup quarterback, unbelievable what Khalil Tate did. Nine snaps into the game, he replaces the Arizona starter, Comes in, a relative unknown, a true sophomore, and rushes for an FBS record 327 yards. Mm. That is not a misprint. 327. Every time I looked up, this dude was housing the ball right down the sideline. He would start in the middle of the field. They ran that ridiculous pistol. Nobody on that CU side could seem to bring him down. He... Iced the game late with another long run. This kid was unbelievable. 327 for a quarterback on the ground. It's too bad that Philip Lindsay had a career night that nobody's going to talk about because of what happened. Phil Lindsay ran for 281. The most combined yards in the history of FBS football by two separate runners on each team. Unbelievable. 327 for the quarterback. 281 for the Buffs running back as Arizona outlasts CU in Boulder 45-42. Uh, that was a heartbreaking loss for the Buffs. All bowl aspirations now are going to come down to how they do against better opponents. How they're going to do in Washington State. Good luck with that at Utah. 
against SC. Tough stretch coming up for the Buffs. And they gave one away, in my opinion. Could not stop a soul. But the highlight of that game for me, HW, I have seen the future. We talk all the time about what it's going to take to make game watching, game day, more fan friendly, right? This was awesome. I went to the touchdown club at Folsom Field, which is located there in the North Stands. They just take the North Stands and they call it this thing called the touchdown club where you sit back there, you got a great end zone view, but on the sides, they set up all these televisions so that you can watch other college football games. I'm sitting there watching the buffs and at the same time, I'm watching Major League Baseball playoffs. I'm watching some of the other games going on. This was a sports fan's dream. Mm. They finally gave me what I want. Not only am I there to experience the buffs, but I can experience everything that I'd be missing at home that I want to keep track of. That's how you watch football right there. You got beer flowing, you got food delivered, and you're watching games while sitting there in the CU Stadium. That is perfect. That is the future of game day. It's not enough to give me a seat anymore. I need monitors. I need to know what's going on in the rest of the college football world while I'm watching your college football game. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. It, it feels like it's a recycled hot take, but it isn't. Who's good in the NFL? Who in the NFL can win the Super Bowl? Vic, let me tell you some teams leading their division right now. Can you, in your heart of hearts, picture either the Buffalo Bills or New York Jets hoisting the Lombardi Trophy? Well, at this point, I don't know anymore. Can you picture the Jacksonville Jaguars hoisting the Lombardi Trophy? If they get hot like they did yesterday, my God. Can you picture the Philadelphia Eagles hoisting the Lombardi Trophy? A resounding yes for that one. Really? The Eagles of all Why teams? Not? Did you watch them play yesterday? I did. They looked pretty darn good. Yes. I guess this is good news for the Broncos is what ultimately I'm getting at. Do you know how many teams in the AFC have one loss or fewer? Two. Denver and Kansas City and that's it. And I guess I can't get on board the Kansas City train. So for as crazy as this notion is that Trevor Simeon could win a Super Bowl, the NFL is just wide open enough that Trevor Simeon could win a Super Bowl this year. I mean, do you really trust the Chiefs to get all the way to Minnesota? I certainly don't. Yesterday, Big Ben throws five picks and basically says after the game, you know what, maybe I don't have it anymore. New England's two plays away from being one and four. I mean, the Denver Broncos could absolutely go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. I don't remember the NFL being this wide open uh in my life. And maybe that's hyperbole and that's dramatic, but I genuinely don't remember a year, five weeks in, where it felt like we knew so little about the league and yesterday reaffirmed that notion. We don't know anything about this league in 2017. It feels like, it feels like 14 to 15 teams uh, are legitimate contenders because there's no elite team right now. And again, I can't get on the board. I can't get on board with the Chiefs being elite. A, a team quarterbacked by Alex Smith is not something I can get on board with as the favorites, although in a weird way they probably are the favorites. So uh, a point is the Denver Broncos can absolutely win their second Super Bowl in three years. I am more convinced than ever after watching yesterday's action. I've got a buddy of mine who's hanging out with me this weekend, and he made the case, and I 
wholeheartedly agree with him that the parody of the NFL right now has homogenized the product so much that it's hard to watch at times. You can't pick winners. You know, from a betting standpoint, when you can't bet on something anymore because you don't know where to go, that's, is that, am I going too deep there? Has, has, has the NFL lost a little bit of its luster because of the parody? Now the parody is so severe that the Jacksonville freaking Jaguars can waltz into Pittsburgh and blow up the Steelers. How does that happen? But isn't that good for the product? That's what I'm asking you. Is yes. it good or bad? I think it's good because guess what? In Jacksonville this morning, they're finally talking about for the first time in forever, they have a decent football team, right? It, doesn't the league want this to be cyclical? Don't they want New England's reign at the top to end at some point? Don't they want that window on Seattle to shut and other teams to have a chance? I mean, I, if I'm the NFL, I'm loving what I'm seeing on the field this year. The league wants it. I'm just asking, what do the fans want as a fan? Well, I want my team to be good product? and have a chance to win it all, and the Denver Broncos have a chance to win it all. Would you agree right. with that? Yes, but I'll ask you, is it a better product than what you're used to seeing? Do you like it more than you did 10, 15 years ago? That's just a very standard question that I'm posing this morning on this show on Columbus Day. Um, the day after I burn my face. I guess I do, because I like... A little bit of unpredictability, and I thought the last few years it became predictable that it was, well, one of these three teams has a chance to win it, and this year I think a hell of a lot more than three teams have a chance to win it. Be very careful on the drive-in this morning. Snowmageddon has arrived. Got a half inch of the devil's sweat out there. Just be very careful. That's all I can say. You got the Vic Lombardi show up next. My first of the year NFL quarterback Power rankings. You won't believe who's at the top. That's next. Hiking Hot Takes has been brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. South of Mississippi on Havana in Aurora. Altitude 950 is the home of the Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop with a final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every abs game with Altitude 950. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroom. This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window... I personally endorse. Book your free in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. 
Since 2001, Ideal Home Loans has helped thousands of Coloradans get into the home loan that works for them. And we've had a number of radio and television personalities who have chosen Ideal Home Loans for their own personal mortgage. And when you hear them talk about us, it's because they've called us to ask our advice on what they should do for their own personal mortgage situation. You don't want to miss out on the lowest interest rates of the year by calling Ideal Home Loans today at 303-867-7000 to take advantage of 30-year fixed rates of 3.7%. With an APR of 3.904%. Have you noticed how fast homes are selling in your area? We've seen home values go up as much as 30%. That means you could eliminate mortgage insurance even if you bought in the last year or two or consolidate bills, pay off debt, and save money every month. And you may not even need an appraisal. To find out more, call us today at 303-867-7000 or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Now six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 800-877-5500 today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Chain and traction laws are in effect both directions of I-70 between C-470 and the Eisenhower Tunnel. Traffic is brought to you by A Place for Mom. Speeds are a little bit slower than you would normally see with, of course, dry conditions. You do have standing water and splashback to deal with. Some slushy conditions as well. I-70 westbound stop and go between airport and Havana from an earlier accident. A Place for Mom connects you with a local advisor to find the right senior living solutions for your family. Call 1-800-272-8989. That's one 800 272-8989. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Man, it won't stop snowing out there. I know they expected, what, four to seven inches? And it's coming down hard. Yeah, it's a it's a big slap in the face on a Monday morning to get the first snow of the season. It's pretty rough. Well, you know what bothers me about it is that there are people out there actually enjoying this right now. I know who you are. I, I see you smiling. I see it. I see it right through the radio. You're all happy. Oh, winter's here. This is so cool. Oh, it's so nice. It's so cold. I see you. What the hell's wrong with you? How can you, like, appreciate this? I get it if you're skiing. But where's the value here? Uh, you think there's someone driving to work right now who's oh, genuinely excited to be driving oh. to work in this crap? Not one person. I would say 50% of our listening audience right now, half, is genuinely excited about what's happening outside. The devil's sweat. 
Guarantee it. Well, then they should call us and tell us why. 303-753-0950. Because I don't know how, again, for recreational purposes, I get it. This is exciting. But for a strictly commuter purpose, there's not people who enjoy this. I, I just don't believe you. From the Rain Pro Partners text line, 30933. Vic, this is from John. You need to get up to the new Belgium porch at the CSU Stadium, the new one. You'll be impressed. I've heard about that, and that's my next stop. First of all, John, somebody needs to invite me. That's the first step. Somebody needs to actually invite me to that portion of the stadium, like I was invited to the CU Touchdown Club, and then I will be able to experience that as well. But I've heard it's the same type of experience. Drinks, televisions. It's like you're at a bar in a game. See, I I really believe that is the best way to watch football or the best way to watch sports. Not only there for that sport, but I need televisions. I need to see replays. I I need to be like I'm at home in my home office. I have to have that. You didn't have that when you went to the uh, Rockies game. I get it. But didn't you feel like you missed out on something without replay? HW? Yeah, you know, it was, it was very similar to what they do at Coors Field. When, when the play went the Diamondbacks way, they would replay it. But anything the Rockies did, I never got to see a second time because I was in the stadium in Arizona. So yes, I'm with you. But that said, we can watch games on TV from our couch. Why do we need to watch games on TV from the game? Why can't we just watch the game like kind of traditionally we used to? Like, well, you can. You okay, can, but, but you, you're saying you need all these amenities now to enjoy your game day experience. It's not necessarily amenities. It's the ADD world we live in now. There's too many things happening at the same time. While I was at the CU game, I wanted to know what was happening with the baseball playoffs. You know, what are the Dodgers Diamondbacks doing? What, what's happening in that Oregon game? I, I need answers. And if I can't get those answers right away, I got issues. Well, you've got a cell phone that has scores on it. Cell phone wasn't working because there's, you know, you're in one of those stadiums where everybody's using a cell. Oh. There's no cell reception. You know how that works. They need to get that new Wi-Fi that they installed over at, uh, whatever it's called, Bankruptcy Field at Mile High. That's fancy. Uh, from, uh, Danny, good morning, man. Winter is here. Have a good day. No, I'm not happy about it, Danny. Uh, Vic, this is from, uh, Mike. Don't feel so bad there, Fire Marshal. I burned all the hair off my arm once in a similar barbecue grill lighting incident. Yeah, but you burned your face. This guy burned his arm. You'd much rather burn your arm than your yeah, face. Yeah, you don't need your arm. I need my face. This is my moneymaker. This is a big deal for me, okay? Now, if I burn and singed all the hair off my arm, that's a good thing. I manscape as it is. What's the big deal? But my face? Uh, Chris says, Vic needs a Traeger, better flavor, no propane. What the hell is a Traeger? What does that do? I don't know, but this? it sounds like it's a little safer grill than the one you currently have, right? Apparently so. All right, my uh, NFL quarterback power rankings, and you can dispute it if you like. I think you'd be wrong, but you tell me what you think about this. I tweeted it yesterday. Number one ranked NFL quarterback in the game today. You saw what he did against Dallas, just carving the Cowboys' heart out in front of all the sea. Aaron Rodgers. Is there a better quarterback in the clutch than Aaron Rodgers? No, there's not. And he's quickly uh, distinguishing himself as the best quarterback in the NFL. I would say the MVP favorite thus far. All right, let's say you know everything you know about these quarterbacks right now before they were drafted. Okay, we we, we know that Tom Brady came out of nowhere as a six-round pick. We get that. Aaron Rodgers had a little bit more pedigree coming out of Cal, although he was drafted late. He did sit in the draft room all yes, day, right? I get it. But if you had a redraft, both guys, and they came out the same year. Who would you take? Career or this season? Just career. Who would you take? I mean, obviously, listen, 
Tom Brady's career coinciding with Bill Belichick in, in New England, that's a big deal. It's a, it's a huge advantage for him. But just on quarterback play alone, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, career? Uh, Tom Brady. You know I'm a rings guy and for as much as I dislike Brady, yeah, he's had a much, he's had a better career than Aaron Rodgers made. But a lot has to happen for those rings to come. I mean, I'm talking about just playing the position and I'll go with Aaron Rodgers because he can do more. He can do more with his feet. You saw it yesterday on that long third down play when the rush, the blitz came and he, he took off. Brady can't do that. Brady cannot. There are certain athletic inhibitions that Tom Brady has. That Aaron Rodgers can do. He can do stuff Tom Brady cannot. Uh, I'm with you this year. I would take Rodgers over Brady. But career-wise, it's hard to ignore the five rings versus one, right? Well, this is my power ranking. Okay, so sorry. I got Aaron Rodgers number one. Ro- uh, this year, I would agree yes. with you. Yes. My number two ranked NFL quarterback is Alex Smith. Go ahead. Fight mm. me. I dare you to. Fight me. Uh, I, I'd rather have Cam Newton. I'd rather have Matt really? Ryan. Really, twenty nine of thirty seven. I'd rather have Russell Wilson. Yards, three TDs. He's five and zero. Oh. He's throwing the ball downfield. He's doing everything that everybody said he could not do. What else does Alex Smith have to prove? So you have Alex Smith over Tom Brady. Right just now, just to clear, just to clear yes. that up. Yes, right now, Aaron Rodgers one, Alex Smith two, Tom Brady three, and then my fourth on the list is a bunch of other dudes. They're all the same. Oh, Cam Newton's just another dude? Bunch Matt, of other Matt dudes. Ryan is just another dude? Bunch of other dudes. Matt Stafford, just another dude? Yep. Stafford lost yesterday. Bunch of other dudes. Yep. That's how my ranking works. Hey, listen, it's my ranking. It's not yours. Okay. You can do what you want. Your ranking. But you, you tell me what else Alex Smith, besides winning the playoffs, obviously. I'm talking right now, five weeks into the season. He's 5-0. and oh. He just went 29-37, 324, three TDs. He's throwing the ball downfield. Everybody said, ah, he's a game manager. Well, he's not this year. He ain't this year. He is throwing the ball downfield. Say what you want. Alex Smith has produced. He's played well. They've surrounded him with playmakers, and he's he's utilized those playmakers to play well. Well, maybe but... that's it. Maybe that's it, though. Maybe a lot of these guys haven't had that luxury. Well, Matt Ryan has playmakers. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Julio Jones is a playmaker. Exactly. I, I just, you're really telling me that Alex Smith's a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now. I, I just find that hard to believe, that he's better yes. than Cam Newton, that he's right better now, than yeah. Matt Ryan. Well, didn't Alex Smith go into Foxborough and outplay, outduel Tom Brady? I saw it with my own eyes. I know that they're singed right now. I have zero eyebrows and my eyelashes are half there, but I saw that happen. So what did, are you, did you see it? I did. So what are you getting at here? That, that Alex Smith can win a Super Bowl? Because I don't believe he can. Oh, yes. I think he can. I just think that you got to be in the right situation. There are so many different elements in pro football. It's such a team game. You just said it. If you get the right weapons around you, and he has those weapons now, if you just let it rip, he's letting it rip. He's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. There is no way you can criticize Alex Smith's play at this juncture. None. There's nothing you could say. The guy's been... Almost perfect. I'm not criticizing it. I'm saying I don't think it's sustainable. I I don't think Alex Smith is going to win the MVP and win the Lombardi Trophy. I'm sorry. He's still Alex Smith. If he continues at this pace, all right, not only will he win the MVP and the Lombardi Trophy, he'll win it convincingly if he continues at this pace. I get it. Sustainability in your mind is a question. It always will be. But right now, Alex Smith has impressed the hell out of me. I will take that quarterback any day. He's smart. He's quick, 
You know, I talked to Ryan Harris about it, and you'll hear him discuss it this afternoon on the Harris Crickman Show. He played with Alex Smith during his stint in Kansas City. He says Alex Smith is right up there with Peyton Manning in terms of intelligence, just as smart, just as prepared. Doesn't get all the uh, hubbub, but he is extremely intelligent. Uh, the Giants lost to the Chargers 27-22, so the Giants come to town 0-5 and missing their entire wide receiving core. You saw the injury to Odell Beckham Jr. That was ugly. That was hard to, hard to stomach. Mm-hmm. Fractures his ankle. He is out for the season. They lost Shepard. Out for the season. Who else they lose? Dwayne Harris. Out for the season. I don't, I don't think Shepard's out for the year. He's out for this game though. Dwayne Harris is out for the year. Brandon Marshall likely to miss another game. Ankle injury. They got four dudes that are down. Who the hell's going to catch the ball for the 0-5 Giants when they come to town? Yeah, it's a tough question. I mean, it's tough to beat the Broncos secondary when you're healthy. Um, do you think Ben McAdoo is their coach on Sunday night, or do you think yes. he gets fired today? I think he'll be their coach. I, I Very rarely do you fire a coach midseason this early. And look, they, they can always couch it to the injuries. we got too many injuries going on right now. Uh, the Broncos in succession, do they not? They've got the 0-5 Giants next week. Then don't they travel to the one in four LA Chargers? Uh, let me look, but that sounds right. I, yes. I think, you know, that's a pretty good soft schedule upcoming here. These are games you have to win, right? Yes, you know they're at LA, by. but th- that LA game you have to win, especially because that starts a three game road trip. Yeah. Your final two stops of that road trip are Arrowhead and then to Philly to face the four and one Eagles. See, as a coach, these kind of games, the one that it's about to happen this Sunday, these scare the hell out of me. It's a primetime game against a crap team right now that's missing half of its offense. You just wonder. You don't want to spark anything. You don't want to spark the Giants, and this could be a spark for them. I don't know how. I don't know who plays that position for them, but I'm never comfortable with these kind of games, ever. The uh, Broncos have opened as early 10.5-point favorites. It's the biggest spread on the board uh, so clearly Vegas thinks the Broncos will roll. Uh, I tend to lean that way, too, that there are trap games and there are games of just crappy teams, and the Giants are just a crappy football team. Will that be our eliminator game, by the way? I don't know. Do you think Manchester can get on board with picking Trevor Simeon? I don't think we can get him there, but remember, we can outvote him two out of three. True, we can. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of big spreads already on the board. There's there's the Dolphins and the Falcons. There's the Niners and the Redskins. There's the Patriots and the Jets. Maybe a little easier week next week for us. From 9792, Vic, you should have changed the battery on your igniter. In case you missed it, I burned my face manually lighting the barbecue. Listen, I'm not changing the battery on the igniter. I, I, I don't even know where the battery is. How do you, where is it? How do you find it? Do you have to use a screwdriver? If I have to pull out a screwdriver to change batteries, I'm not into it. I, I just don't, I don't go that, that's too many steps. Uh, Mike says, Vic, I'm like you, I'm a Colorado native and I loathe the snow. There are more of us than you think, Mike. Everybody assumes, oh, well, you're a native, don't you like it? No. There are a lot of people out there that hate the snow. And I'm one of them. Uh, this is directed toward you, HW. Watch the freaking game, HW. Yes, Smith is playing better with this team than Brady right now. Just ignore the names for a second and watch the game. I did watch the game. I've given Alex Smith credit. I said to take Tom, to take Alex Smith over Tom Brady is hard for me to wrap my mind around. That's all I'm getting at. Cause if you had asked me that five weeks ago, I would have laughed. Now I'm at least considering it. 
What is going on with the Broncos' ownership situation? John Bolin, brother of Pat, wants out. Why does he want out? And who will end up with this team in five to ten years? Guess who has some answers for us? The great Woody Page. He wrote a column about it yesterday. We'll discuss next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Sports fans, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate will do it for you. The only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you this following offer. He'll cut you a check for five grand if he cannot sell your home at a price and a time you agree with. Five grand. He has an exclusive system that markets these homes. It's all about the marketing when it comes to real estate. Recently, using that marketing system, he sold the house for ten grand more than what it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford of the Hansford team, 720-900-4433. Altitude 950 wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Predators in Nashville November 18th. Whoa. Airfare, hotel and game tickets for you and a guest. And we even found you a tour guide. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. It's the Mosier. I will show you the honky-tonk time of your life in Nashville. The best barbecue spots, the best bands, and then it's going to be some awesome hockey. Here's how you win the trip to Music City. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a greeting from a country superstar, be that third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. Whoa! Only from Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up that 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit SertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. 
And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000 or you go online to AmericanFinancing.net. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Wet and slushy highways and side streets at this point, so it's costing you a little bit of extra time. Traffic brought to you by Amazon. There's extra slow traffic eastbound I-70 between Pecos and I-25 westbound between Airport and Havana. And up in the high country, chain and traction laws in effect both directions of I-70 between the Eisenhower Tunnel and C-470. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a full-time associate for the night shift in Denver at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity. Employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Going to hook up with the great Woody Page here momentarily. Woody wrote a column uh, yesterday in the Gazette about the uh, ownership situation with the uh, Broncos. Why one of the Bolins the younger brother of Pat Bolin wants out, why he's selling, and what it's going to mean for the future of this franchise. Who will run the franchise? Currently handled by a trust. Do you trust what you see with the Denver Broncos? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It is a Columbus Day Monday, and that means a little change of programming. HW, we got an Avs game this morning, do we not? What time does that start? We do. Puck drops around 11. Pre-game starts at 10.35 with Mark Bertinoli, so we will take you until 10.35. So Bertinoli does the pre-game. Mojer will join us at 10.15. I just saw Moj tweet out the fact that it's Thanksgiving in Canada. Maybe I'm really dumb. I didn't realize that they had a different day for Thanksgiving up there. <laughs> well, yeah, isn't Thanksgiving an American holiday? Yeah, but isn't that ours? Why did they take it from us? What right did they have to just take one of our holidays and call it their own? Right? That's that's an American tradition. You can't just come down, take Thanksgiving, and then change the date. What the hell are you doing? Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in from the uh, Gazette, long-time Denver media mogul, the great Woodrow Page. Woody, do you like snow? I love snow. That's why I moved to Denver. Yeah, I love it. I, I I can't stand it. I'm a native, and I'm just so tired of the cold and snow. Maybe I'm the you know maybe it's gonna 
At some point, I got to get out of here during the winter because I just can't take the cold anymore. You sound like my daughter. So she moved to Phoenix and took a job down there, and it was 120 degrees the first day, and she signed a one-year contract, and at the end of the year, she moved back to Denver. She said, I like snow better than 120. So well, she, she ain't lying and, there, that's for sure. Yeah, she's a native, too. I get tired of both of you reminding me you're natives. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you for calling me and reminding people that I, I didn't retire, I didn't die. I still no, do you journalism didn't. in Colorado. <laughs> hey, I was in your neck of the woods last week, Woody. I went out to a a, a football game in Tennessee, the Tennessee-Georgia game. We like to pick a Ooh. game, just a, a scene every year, and it was a blowout. I get it. But, you know, the reason why I enjoyed that trip, that experience, is it showed me just how seriously they take that sport in the SEC. It is truly on a different level. And I've been to every stadium. I've been to you know, Big Ten, Pac-12. I've, I've been everywhere. There is nothing like an SEC football game. Nothing. And there's nothing, when I was growing up in the South, there's nothing like a Saturday night in Baton Rouge, even when LSU is playing so poorly. I've tried to tell my friends that over the years, take a trip, people take trips to Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, places like that, Notre Dame. I said, if you really want to experience something, you're a college football uh, fan, uh, go to the SEC. Go between the hedges in Georgia. Go to... uh, to swamp or go to Tennessee and see 120,000 people uh, coming down the river to go watch a football game. It, it's an experience. Uh, it, it, again, growing up in the South, the, uh, the the two major sports were college football and and professional wrestling. <laughs> NASCAR. Sometimes they go. NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they go hand in hand. All right, um, Woody wanted to get you on. You wrote a tremendous piece. It was a long piece, by the way, for this column on uh, the Denver Broncos and what is happening with the ownership group. We, we were all asking the same questions, right? When John Bolin, younger brother of Pat, comes out and says he wants to sell, we're wondering why. Well, you delve into why, and, and it appears that uh, well, I'll, I'll let you speak for it. Does he need the money? Uh, I think everybody would like to have uh, eight hundred million dollars, but uh, the the company that uh, was started by the Bolin family, their father, Paul, who, as you well know, uh, the practice facility headquarters is named after. They, they've since sold out to a sponsor, but his name is on the building. Paul Bolin was a wildcatter and went to Canada. He was an American, went to Canada and, and uh, was a wildcat lawyer, and he started a company, Regent Resources. And that's where the family money came from, including where a majority of Pat Boland's money came from. And uh, t- to summarize, because I know you got short time, but uh, uh, John Boland's been running it since 1984 when, when Pat took over the Broncos, and it went bankrupt, and it went into receivership. And, and, and I've spent about uh, six, seven weeks before the announcement studying this issue because there's got to be some concern about, so, yeah, does he need the money? He's got some health issues. uh he uh, his company's bankrupt. There, it's real complicated. As Joe Ellis did, told me once, everything is yeah. complicated in regard to the ownership because there's so many family members who have been involved. But uh, here's the here's the part that, and as you point out, it's a long story, and I didn't want to overwhelm people. But there's a part of it I didn't mention that John Bowen's got kids like Pat Bowen does, and if he if something were to happen to him at some point. 
the, their ownership doesn't go to the kids. They have to sell it to Pat Boland's kids. Does that make sense? Wow, yeah, it does make sense. That's interesting. Interesting nugget of information. And you go into tremendous detail here. You know, I left out, but that thing gets very convoluted like everything else. But So it makes sense for him to sell his share of the ownership because it's not going to pass to his family. I mean, if somebody was going to get the money, now whether or not it's John or – and that now will pass to his family. And as you may know what's going on in this country, that the tax laws are going to change in regard to estates. So – or that's the efforts being made, and I don't want to get political here. So it made sense for him at some point to sell his minority share. And I think a bigger issue is there have been indications that some of the family members – you know, don't want to own some is too strong a word. At least one or two have indicated, uh, according to my sources, that uh, they may not want to own the brokers because uh, the value is so much that, uh, you know, their generations could live off the money that uh, that the Broncos are worth $2.6 billion, according to, to Forbes. And I don't think there's the same kind of interest in owning the franchise among the family members, as it was by Pat, who who always told me, and I'm not trying to be ugly here, but he always said, you know, I'll die with my boots on owning the Broncos. Sure. And it was more than just a you know statement. He really, that was his life. That had become his life for the last 33 years. And, well, Woody, the, and the interesting aspect of your piece is just how much power this trust has. The, the group of people that operate the franchise right now, none of which is a Bolin family member. How, how did that come about exactly? Well, there was not uh, there was not a member of the Bolin family to take over, or that Pat. How do I put this nicely? There wasn't a family owner that Pat wanted to take over. Joe Ellis is the most trust, trusted associate, and so in essence, uh, Joe Ellis really runs the team. I mean, he's the owner of the team. He represents him at owners' meetings. He makes the the financial decisions, John Elway is running the actual team, quote, quote. I mean, he he got that. I had written that he was going to get that. Last time you and I talked, that he was going to get a new title, and he did, president of football operations. Uh, and so he runs the football side, and, and Joe Ellis, who's always been a business guy, runs the rest of the franchise. So the other two who are lawyers, one is the team lawyer, and the other is uh, – Mary Kelly, who is a prominent Denver attorney, the three of them are the owners of the team. Uh, and the idea was at some point there would be, as Pat told me a long time ago before he really had serious problems with Alzheimer's, that uh, he hoped that they could identify uh, a family member. And the family member who he pointed to to me was, uh, at that point, a college student, Brittany Boland, who now is in her uh, late 20s, like 29, 30. And she worked for the team for a while. She went through the the intern uh, process after graduating from uh, from Notre Dame with the NFL Homer. in New York that came back. And then she now left the team to go get her MBA at Duke. So she's the most prominent person that probably would end up taking over the team huh. if, if at some point, and they can't sell it without – the, the trustees, the trustees are in total control. Yeah, I mean, really, you, you're right. Here's a question I always get, Wood. Um, okay, if John Boland wants to sell a portion, and it's not a voting portion, you don't have, um, well, you don't have control, you just have an investment there, why 
there was no motivation for a guy like Elway to get involved there. Not if you, you don't have a controlling interest. So, yes, John can get a group together. We know John has money, but not this kind of money. So he'd have to get a group together. But why would he do that if it's not a controlling interest of the club? Uh, short answer, I, I brought that question up several months ago to someone who's in the middle of all this. And they and I said, well, John could put together, and he has talked to several of his friends about putting together a, a group to buy it at some point. And as, as someone with the Broncos told me, John have, doesn't have the wherewithal financially to do it by himself, so he'd have to get a lot of people involved. And I, and, and, and I said, well, then John would be running the entire organization. And here's an exact quote. It wasn't in the story. Exact quote to you. Uh, well, what if whoever the major owner is wants to play with his new toy hmm. and he wants to run it, that he's a Jerry Jones type and says, well, you know, I'm putting up the most money. I want to run it. Or would it be like the Miami Marlins where they say, okay, Derek, you've just got a little piece of the action, but you're going to run the franchise. It would be my guess that if X person who is an oil man in Colorado were to put up the majority of the money, the agreement would be with John, hey, John, I'm putting up the money. I want the owner's box. You run the team. Mm -hmm. So that's why this story, because someone said to me in power, nobody nobody in Denver really cares about the ownership. Well, they better care. They should. Because, (laughs) you know, it could become like the Buffalo Bills. It becomes the Tennessee Titans are in a family trust situation, and that is a total mess from an ownership standpoint. So, I mean, Pat Bowen was totally committing to every, putting every dollar he ever made back into the franchise. Well, it may not be that way. People have been very fortunate here for 33 years. It may be that 10 years from now that this team is in a mess like Buffalo was or Tennessee or uh, any number of franchises. Because as I pointed out, there are 24 franchises. That's, uh, what, three-quarters or two-thirds of the franchises that are family ownership. If you suddenly change this situation here, which could happen, because if you go through the Broncos family members, everybody knows that that Johnny, John Bowen, the other John Bowen, uh, has had really serious legal problems, and uh, their two older daughters who really aren't interested. you got two younger kids that aren't interested, and Pat Bowen third, who is the director of facilities, is not on any kind of path to own the franchise. So who is going to be identified? And that's why I brought up Brittany Bolin. And it may be that the family decides that they don't want to own this team. And then you got, you know, who comes along at that point? Is it Mark Cuban? Is it John Malone, uh, who's the cable TV magnet that lives in Colorado? I mean, uh, so, I mean, people should at least be aware that there's some ownership situations that could develop over the next five or six years. Because at some point, the NFL is going to say to uh, the trustees, you know, it's time to find a buyer. Yeah, you got to handle it. You know, you brought up a great point. This is a family legacy. It's almost like a family heirloom in a a lot of NFL franchises. It is with the Giants. It is with the Roonies in Pittsburgh, the Hunts in Kansas City. We saw Al Davis's son come over and take on the uh, Raiders, Uh, the Spanos family in, in San Diego, now L.A. Well, sometimes it's for the good. 
and sometimes it's for the bad. Sometimes the heir to the throne really doesn't know what the hell he or she is doing. But like in Arizona, for example, I was there. Bill Bidwell took on that squad for years, and really they, they were mired in mediocrity or less than that. His son, Michael, came up, took the took over the team, and, and they're a completely different franchise now. So it all depends. I mean, but you got to want you, you got to play the game. you got to want it. You can't just use it as an ATM machine. That's what I'm getting at. Well, and the other point, as you made, is the teams became so valuable and because of tax laws in this country that, in a lot of cases, A, the Bidwells, the Bidwell brothers, and, the, and Bill's brother ran it for years, and then Bill took over, and he was both of them were, were, were poor owners. And as you said, it's, it's passing down the family. But what's happened is the, the teams are so valuable that the tax li- uh, liabilities are such and plus, these teams want to pass it down to like like the Monfords have indicated. The Monfords want the Rockies. People kept saying, "You got to sell the team." No, they want it to go to the family members, yeah. just like Josh Kroenke is running it. That's what American professional sports has been. That's what I was trying to point out. It's now a family business. It's it's Smith and Sons. It's it's Jones and Brothers. It's uh, Mark Davis wasn't even allowed to go to the Raiders practices. And he's now with his mother, and people kind of forget, his, Al Davis's wife and uh, Mark Davis run the Raiders. The Spanos family, there are six different Spanos on the on the front office staff. And, and, as you talked about, in, uh, Lamar Hunts has four kids. They are the, the split owners. So it's wow. a family business in the AFC West and throughout the NFL. It, it's it's a real complicated, and, and Joe Ellis did tell me once, uh a few weeks ago, he said, it's very complicated. And guess what? That's what it is. <laughs> NFL ownership has become very complicated because you've got so many family members and so much money involved, and the Denver Broncos are in the middle of all that. And, yes, it took me quite a while to tell that story, but I wanted to tell that it's always been a family operation from the very beginning. The Phipps brothers, and prior to that was the Howson family, who won the Denver Bears, and you're native, you know the history of it. Sure. But it's always been, except for the short period of time with Edgar Kaiser, it's always been a family business. Edgar Kaiser almost ran it into bankruptcy. So it's always been a, a sort of an interesting situation, but it's been stabilized for 30 years, and I think that it's a possibility. It won't be like that forever. Well, a tremendous piece, great insight, as usual, from Woody Page, who's as uh, wired in as anybody. The initial investment was $25,000 back in 1959, and now it's over a couple billion. Unbelievable. Hey, Woody, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it this morning. Uh, stay warm and, and just enjoy it. It'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> it better be, darn it. Thank you, Woody. Uh, Woody Page from uh, the Gazette. You can read his column online if you don't get the Gazette. It is very thorough about the ownership situation for the Broncos. As Woody says, and I'll say the same thing. You should be interested in this. You better be interested because it's always an issue if you're a sports fan locally. Uh, the future of your franchise, where it goes, whose hands it's in, and how they run it. It should be. Uh, you got the Vic Lombardi Show coming up later in the program. Sam LeCure at the bottom of the hour talking baseball, Major League Playoffs, and the art of sign stealing. Mark Rycroft in 930. The Avs play today. They are 1-1 one one on the season. Got a chance to look at both the good and bad from the Avalanche so far. And the Moj at 10.15. When we come back, our NFL recap. How did you do over the weekend? Me? Uh, not so good. 
Miami gets crazier by the minute. Uh, I don't know if you saw this online overnight, but it hit pretty hard. The offensive line coach for the Miami Dolphins, Chris Forrester, videotaped by his, I don't know, is his girlfriend or some stripper in Miami. He sends a video of himself doing a line of cocaine on video. Well, she exposes it for all to see. Just moments ago, this O-line coach, Chris Forrester, issued a um, resignation to the Miami Dolphins. Says, I am resigning from my position and accept full responsibility for my actions. That's as crazy as it gets in this league. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's a few takeaways. One, don't do drugs, kids. Two, don't film yourself doing drugs, kids. Three, don't send videos of you doing drugs to strippers. Uh, A lot of missteps by Chris Forrester, who... uh, in no surprise, is no longer working for the Miami Dolphins. You just never know what you see in the NFL. This is one of those crazy stories that occurs midseason, uh, overshadowing. I'm not, I'm not even going to say overshadowing, because if you don't care, you don't care. But an otherwise exciting day of football. Um, closer to home, we, we, you know, the Giants-Chargers game. You saw what happened there. Giants lost again. They're 0-5, but they lost more than a game. They lost OBJ for the season. Odell Beckham Jr., fractured ankle, gone. Will not play next week in Mile High Stadium. Shepard, the other receiver, gone. Likely not to play. Dwayne Harris, returner, receiver, out for the year, ankle. Brandon Marshall, sprained ankle, likely out next week. They don't have anyone to catch the football next week. Yeah, and it's already going against the no-fly zone, and now we won't even get to see OBJ against Aqib Tlaib or Chris Harris. I mean, it's one of those things that you said earlier it almost scares you because the Giants uh, are 0-5, and they, they're just kind of uh, going through the motions at this point. I, I I can't see any scenario where they come in and win on Sunday night with the lack of playmakers they have available to them. Which scares uh, the hell point. out of me. Just Why does that scare you, though? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a scared man. I, I get scared. I get scared easily. Well, you did light your face on fire this yes, weekend. Yes, I did. So uh, That could be it. I, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, we'll have the whole week to dissect it. But, man, don't the Giants look like a team that could be picking number one at this point? Oh, yeah. Got it. And you know what? Last year they were sort of uh scary enough to be concerned about them. You know, last year they had that defense rolling. And you thought this was maybe their rebound year? No. Not the case at all. Did you happen to see, after the Raiders' third straight defeat, Raiders dropped three in a row now. They look awful. Granted, Derek Carr did not play. Did you see the confrontation in the parking lot in Oakland between Raiders lineman Donald Penn and a Raiders fan? Yes, I did. I I think it's... uh... Uh, I think Oakland's parking lot is scary enough as is uh, to get Donald Penn to come out of his car. That is oh not a situation God. I would want to be in. 
That's his scary man. Jesse, do we, do we, and, and I know we had to bleep a lot of this because it was, I mean, rated, you know what? It, it was an unbelievably awkward sight to see a Raiders fan and a bunch of his cohorts. One guy was doing all the talking, but he had a bunch of fans behind him openly accost a player after a game, begging him to come out of the car and fight. Do we have any of that, Jesse? Uh, I'm working on it right now. Okay. There's a lot of the, the N-word. And I was going to say, used. good luck. Good yeah. luck working on that. I don't think you can. I mean, I've, I've never seen I've never seen that in Denver, I guess. I've never, I, I don't know. I don't hang out by the player parking lot after games, but I've never seen Bronco fans calling for a member of the team to come out of the car and fight. And Donald Penn came out of the car. Yeah. That's what's crazy. He stopped his car, walked out, and said, let's go. And thankfully for him and everyone involved, a security guard stepped up. I've got a simple question for you, Vic. Are the Raiders done? You know, it's hard to say that. They need a reset, and Derek Carr not playing yesterday clearly cost them. I, when Derek Carr returns and they find their second wind, I, I'm not saying they're done. No. No, that's that. But isn't the, the AFC West too good to lose done. three games in a row? Well, you know what? That's why it's a team game. That's why it's, you saw what happened last year when the Raiders, when they lost Derek Carr late in the season. And who was their quarterback that came in here and then oh went gosh. to the play? It was he the was kid awful. from, was it Connor McGloin. Cook? McGloin. McGloin. Yeah. Awful. I mean, it was just, it was hard to watch. Not even close to the same team. So again, there aren't many teams out there, HW. There aren't. I mean, you can count them on one hand. How many teams in the National Football League can lose their starting quarterback? And still find a way to win. Good mm, luck with that. Yeah, not many. Uh, EJ Manuel obviously wasn't up to the task yesterday, but I mean, to lose at home to Baltimore by 13 points and you've got fans trying to fight players afterwards and you've lost three in a row and Derek Carr looks injury prone and they may try to rush him back and the Chiefs and Broncos are pulling away in the AFC West. I'm not afraid to say I think the Raiders are, are done or at least very close to done at this point. I think a lot is going to have to turn around for them uh, in order to that for them to make the playoffs and salvage their season. Holy crap, these flakes that are coming down right now, I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods, sports fans, but these are pterodactyl-like flakes. This is snow like mid-February, late March snow, that heavy, thick stuff. Wet, heavy spring stuff. Are you going to make me fire up the blower? Do I have to go snow blower on you today, Denver? Because I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to go to it this quick. That's like going to the bullpen in the third inning. You're not going to make me go to the pen this early, are you? That'll really upset me. I mean, out of principle's sake, I don't pull out the blower until December at the earliest. Can't do it in October. What the hell's wrong with you? I hope Manchester gets uh, gets back today. I, I don't know. Are they canceling flights out of DIA? <laughs> you know that our first snowfall is such, it's so dreadful here because people act like they've never seen it before. People act like it's the end of the world. Have you Snow's noticed how calm today has been? Just been calm. Just calm. My daughter wanted a, a ride to school. School's three blocks away. Come on. <laughs> you made her walk? Come on. Three blocks. No, of course my wife drove her. Oh, okay. But it's three blocks away. It's not that bad. You got the Vic Lombardi Show when we come back. Hey, I don't know if you heard about what Adam Silver has in store for the NBA or what he wants to do with the NBA. It involves a, uh, well, fewer games and a better playoff format. This is great news if you're a Nuggets fan. 
Tremendous news. I'll explain next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. It's not the fact that you lost the employee of the month. It's who you lost the employee of the month to. How in the world can you lose to Vic Lombardi, employee of the month, man? you got to step your game up, Moj. That's what I'm saying. You know, they, they say it's better to have been nominated and lost than never to have been nominated at all. <laughs> have you guys heard that before? I think yeah, it's on a, like a cereal box or something like that. Yeah, and so the, the deal is that, no, that's not true at all. Because if you get nominated and you lose to Vic Lombardi, right. you feel even worse about yourself. No, right. We like, all what, felt what, bad for you. What, what could I have possibly done wrong to not win? <laughs> Right, right. The is there a... of the month. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine Don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear Ranch and Home in Loveland. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Shop Lowe's All for Fall event and find great deals to spruce up your great outdoors. Fall's the perfect time to focus on your lawn, and now you can get up to 30% off select Scott Seed and Fertilizer. And keep your landscape looking its best by cleaning up the leaves with a Poland Pro Backpack Blower, now at a new lower price of just $199. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Scott's offer valid 927 through 1011. Blower offer valid 921 through 1119. While supplies last, selection varies by location. U.S. only. How will the recent massive data breach affect you? Is your personal information at risk? If you are a Discover credit card member, there's an important action you can take to help protect yourself right now. Go online and sign up for Discover's free social security alerts. Once activated, we will alert you if your social security number is found on any one of thousands of risky websites. Learn more and sign up for free alerts at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply.
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Wet highways and side streets, splashback, and some areas of slush as well. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Right now, Northbound University is actually closed between Exposition and Alameda due to down power lines. So you want to use an alternate route there. You're looking pretty busy. There's an accident eastbound 6th Avenue on the ramp to northbound I-25. The right lane is blocked. It's jamming back traffic to federal. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a full-time associate for the night shift in Denver at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Got the Vic Lombardi show on the snowy Monday in the Mile High City. They said it was coming down, and it certainly is. The flakes are getting thicker, more voluminous. As the day goes by, not sure how many inches they're expecting. Some of it is sticking to the ground. It certainly is on the west side of town. Be careful driving in wherever you go this morning. Of course, it'll all melt by tomorrow afternoon, we hope, because there's some golf season left in the year. Well, and our intern Marty is getting married this weekend, Vic. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, he's getting married in Breckenridge, so we better hope it melts. Marty, is he there? Marty, can we get you on the mic here? Yeah, we got him here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Why Breckenridge? Just curious. I love that town. Great, nice little sleepy town to hang out, go ski. I get it. But why in October would you marry in a place that's cold? It's beautiful. The leaves are changing. The aspens are up there. It's gorgeous. So what if you get this kind of weather on wedding day? Yeah, we have plan B, which is an indoor wedding, but uh, hopefully we don't have to do that. So you had basically what you're telling us, you had zero say in the wedding itself. Zero. No, the only say I had was where the wedding took place. After that, it was out of my hands. Did you have a shot at maybe a destination wedding on a beach somewhere or no? No, no. I wanted to be up in the mountains. Oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm right. a mountain guy, Vic. Not so why like the you. hell? You're getting married this weekend. You're still at work this morning? Ah, wow. Should you be like planning? Shouldn't you like be cake shopping or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> Vic, it's currently 26 degrees in Breckenridge as we speak. Okay. Uh, high on Saturday is 50, low is 30. It's going to be sunny though, right? It, it, sunny? Jobs oh. has the little sun emoji yeah, sun icon up, so we're good on that front. That's all I need. Now, tell me about your wedding. Do you have like a lot of groomsmen? What kind of, what's the size of this thing? I have, uh, six groomsmen and then we got a total of 87 guests. Now, do you make your groomsmen pay for their tuxes? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because yeah. I, I was just in a wedding and, and they made me pay for. Yeah, me for too. It. I did that. My, my brother got married and I had to go pay for mine and my sons. And I've always felt, listen, if you're going to invite somebody to stand there, shouldn't you cover the cost of the tux at least? I I would think that's that should be part of the deal. Well, apparently you have to get all these these groomsmen gifts too, which is oh, kind of news ridiculous. to me. And Why would I? Buy- I'm the one getting married. I'm scrambling here. Yeah, aren't you I mean, supposed to get the gifts? That's right, the yeah, dumbest I'm, thing you've ever heard. What? Well, let me get this straight. You want me to buy something for you even though I'm getting married. Exactly. That is so stupid. Who? You know what? Whoever invented Valentine's Day invented that clause in the marriage. That's stupid. I'm just going to have HW sign a couple rundowns and, and give those out of souvenirs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, guys, uh, Nuggets over the weekend, they lost yesterday in San Antonio. Game not broadcast anywhere. But uh, Michael Malone said something during the game that really caught my eye. And the, the Nuggets are back at practice today. They play Oklahoma City at Pepsi Center tomorrow night. So the Nuggets went into the fourth quarter with a lead. They took an 84-83 lead just seconds into the fourth quarter. 
And then the Spurs went off. And the Spurs went on a tremendous run, and they end up blowing out the Nuggets to finish the game. And this is what Michael Malone said afterwards. Quote, I thought our guys that were out there just kind of quit and rolled over, which is great for me because every time you play, it's an opportunity for me as a head coach to see if I can trust you on the court. The guys that were in the game in the fourth quarter obviously left a very bad taste in my mouth. Wow. For a preseason game, he just basically, he called out everybody on that team who was in the game at that point said, dudes, that ain't going to cut it. I love this though, don't you? I think it's, I think it's great. I, I think one of the Nuggets problems last year was they had too many guys. We've hit on it a hundred times. Their best games were when they had guys out for whatever reason and they had to trim down the rotation and, and, and go with eight or nine guys. And if this is Michael, Lo, Michael Malone basically saying, I'm not playing 12 or 13 or 14 of you this year. I'm playing eight or nine. So guess what? You five, you just made my life easier because I know who I am and who I'm not playing to start the season. I I think it's great that the head coach said something. He's basically playing the dudes that want to play. Mm-hmm. Do you, even though it's a preseason game and these are deemed experimental, okay, you're, you're going through the motions, that's not what he wants to impress upon his players. The, the opposite. If you want to earn playing time, even in an otherwise meaningless preseason game in San Antonio – you have to earn that playing time now. I I love it. I, I think the Nuggets need to find eight or nine guys that consistently uh, are their core and their rotation who play. And I think Michael Malone made a point that last night helped determine who those eight or nine guys will be this year. Uh, Adam Silver, who we consider the most progressive commissioner in pro sports, the commissioner of the NBA, is now looking into the possibility of changing the playoff format. And we've all suggested this. We've all seen this as a solution. It's just a matter of when and how. Right now, you got eight teams from the West and eight teams from the East, and we know how that works. The West is loaded. The East is not. So a distinct advantage for any team that plays on the, on the Eastern side of things. So what the commissioner wants to do is just make that a wrap and go 16 teams from any conference the top 16 get into the postseason. Before he can make that happen, though, you got to have a balanced schedule because it would never work right now, right? Because you play most of your games in the West and the East play most of their games against the East. you got to balance the schedule. could be a couple years out. But I love that idea. I always have. Why, you know, why limit it to who's East and who's West? Why do the Nuggets have a tougher sled at, at the playoffs than the Milwaukee Bucks? It's right. not fair. Right. It never has been fair. Well, what about just playing every team in the league twice? One here and one there. So that's, what what is that, 58 games? Well, you know, I understand why they went to this type of schedule to begin with. It's travel, right? You don't want to excess costs going across the the country. Now, in the the era of private jets and charters, who cares, man? Just, you know, do what you got to do. Play a balanced schedule and allows each conference to have equal footing when it comes to the playoffs. It would certainly benefit the Nuggets. No doubt. If you took the Nuggets and said 1 through 16 rather than 1 through 8, I I think they're pretty much guaranteed a playoff spot almost. I mean, it's just a sad testament to how imbalanced the power is in the NBA right now. It's all on the West. Yeah, no, I think, you know, 1 through 16, the Nuggets would probably finish 10th or 11th. And in the West this year, they may finish 7th or 8th. So... You're right. It would benefit them, and it would also give them a first-round series that was very winnable as opposed to maybe having to play Golden State or Oklahoma City this year. 
They still talking about the sign stealing in Arizona? The uh, Major League Baseball really never did anything about it. They gave him a little slap on the wrist. How much sign stealing really goes on? Let's talk to somebody who was in the game, who played the game, who may have had some of his own signs stolen. Sam LeCure, former Major League pitcher, up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. The Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop at the final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dober will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every abs game with Altitude 950. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroom. This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window company I personally endorse. Book your free in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Both directions of University are shut down between Exposition and Alameda. This is due to down power lines, so avoid that area if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Fixters.com. As far as the drive goes, right now your speeds are down. Southbound 225 Parker Road to I-25 and very slow along C-470 westbound, making your way between 285 and I-70. And that I-70 area pretty uh, slow as well, right around Genesee Evergreen Exit. Want to learn to flip houses the right way? Want financial freedom? Sign up for a free two-hour house flipping course to explore this $12 billion industry. Register at Fixters.com, F-I-X-T-E-R-S.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Reem Pro Partners text line is now open. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is your furnace ready for winter? Go to ReemProPartners.com today. Power 5 question of the day. Your favorite most uh, random holiday. Not sure what qualifies as a rando holiday, but outside of like the big four, right? What's your What's your favorite? It is Columbus Day, which is why we are broadcasting the Avs and the Bruins this morning. 11 a.m. face-off right here on Altitude 950. Mark Bertinoli gets you going at 10.35. Also want to announce what happened to my face. I tweeted it. A barbecuing accident. A grilling accident where I couldn't get the igniter to work, so I tried to light it manually. And the thing just about blew up in my face. Singed all the hair on my face, my eyebrows, my eyelashes, some of the prominent hairs at the top of my head. Could have been worse than it was, but it was bad. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in former Major League pitcher Sam LeCure. Sam, have you ever encountered any type of um, grill accident like I just did yesterday? Yeah, man, I have, and let me tell you, uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. But you gotta, you gotta be, you ain't got a long lighter. I do. I use the long lighter. You know the the, the one that off, maybe 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 back off of the uh, lighter fluid a little bit. I mean, dude, dude, how stupid! Down. Let me tell you how stupid I am, dude. So the thing wasn't lighting, and I'm like, what the hell? So what do you do when when someone can't like speak English and you're talking to them? What do you do? You speak louder, you like an idiot, louder. Right? Yeah. So what I did is I bent down closer to the flame, thinking, well, if I bend down here, it's going to light, and boom, that's what happened. You Don't said, try this at yeah. home, kids. Maybe maybe do like a strike a match and throw it in there, you know, yeah. something like that. Leave but, it to the professor. Yeah, I saw I saw that picture. It definitely could have been much worse. Yes, it could have. On the mustache. Yes, it could have. Hey, um, when you're watching the the Rockies and Diamondbacks the other night, and then after the game, the you know, whole Apple phone and all that business about Ariel Prieto in the dugout and what happened with the Yankees-Red Sox series at the same case of electronic sign-stealing. Were you thinking as you're watching that game, uh, something's fishy here, someone's stealing signs? Do players think that way? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm always super skeptical because I, yeah. I'm always trying, you know, when I was playing, I was always trying to steal signs. I was always sure. trying to pick up, you know, because number one, the bullpen, you know, there's not just a ton going on. It's hard to see some things, but, you know, if I'd watch a game on TV, you know, maybe before the game we're sitting in the clubhouse and I'm watching some, I'm looking for something to give me an advantage. You know, if a hitter's moving his feet a little bit, you know, I mean, I know that's not a sign, but I'm trying to steal that. I'm looking at the third base coach trying to figure out what they do because it's all about getting an edge in whatever way you can cleanly. 
you know, I'm not for steroids, but I'm for if you want to lift weights and get stronger, go ahead. That's trying to get an edge. I'm, if you want to steal signs, do it the way that they've been doing it for 100 years and don't use an iPad. Um, but while I'm watching the game, now I'm not thinking that they're using the, that, that stuff for that reason. I, you know, when I was uh, playing on this only a year or two ago, they, there wasn't iPads and stuff in the in the in the dugout. You know, I mean, I I think when I see it, the first thing I thought was, oh, they're watching scouting report. They're watching video on the pitcher or hitter or whatever the case is. Is the first thing that I think. So how is how is the iPad employed? How is the electronics used to steal signs? What happens? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I was I was a little bit past. I, unless the only thing that I can think of, and I heard the Apple Watch, like somebody's in the clubhouse watching the games, and you know they've got they've got so much technology in their man yeah. like to do all the stuff. And so you're watching the game live, but the program's also recording it and like storing it into this memory bank. So if they're say they've got a guy on second base. Uh, you know, and the catcher's going through the multitude of signs, well, they can just watch it over and over to see, okay, well, which sign, because they're pretty, you know, while teams vary them, they're pretty common. I mean, there's a handful that are, for the most part, being used. So uh, let's just call it, like, second sign. So they're going to go through five signs, but the second sign is the one that you're, as a pitcher, I'm keying on. So they're going fastball in, curveball, fastball away, change up, knuckleball, whatever it is, you know. So I'm keyed on the second sign. But so by them running through that video, they can see and, you know, get some certainty as far as what they're looking at that that's the sign. That would be something that I would think of that is pretty easy to do. I mean, that's, that's super simple. And then you just send a text message out to, who, whatever the guy you said for the Diamondbacks, I remember his name because I was with him in spring training, but um, I don't want to say it again. Uh, you know, and you just send it out to him and say, hey, they're going second time. He really relays that into a guy. It's like, no, I don't know. This is, oh. I'm just giving you a little speculation or what I would think may have happened. So what do you do if you're a pitcher and you notice that the batter is, um, well, let's just say he's peaking a bit too much. What do, What do you do? What do you say? Uh, well, I ran into that with a guy actually, and I threw a pit. You know, I had noted that was something. I mean, that was one of the things that came to my mind when you asked that question. Is I noticed a guy uh, when I was watching the game on TV that he was always he was right on the plate, and he always kind of had his head and his eyes. You know, because <laughs> the camera's right on their face, and he's always peeking back at the catcher, always peeking back, like trying to get the sign. And I threw a pitch, you know, so I was aware of it. I threw a pitch I thought was a good pitch that he probably, you know, didn't have a whole lot of, you know, not that he wasn't a good hitter, but didn't probably have a whole lot of business having a good swing at. You know, so I kind of just went up towards the plate. And, you know, I'm not trying to fight the guy for stealing the sign, but I said, you know, hey, dude, I see what you're doing. Don't do that anymore because there's a lot of people in this league who throw a lot harder than I do. For me, it would be like throwing a grape at you. But, you know, somebody's going to notice that and not be happy about it. So I've continued to watch this guy over his career and uh, to see if he still does it. He doesn't, he still does do it. Uh, so apparently I wasn't that intimidating, but, uh, he, he doesn't do as much. Former Major League pitcher Sam LeCure on the art of stealing signs. Uh, do you expect the uh, Dodgers to wrap it up tonight or, uh, you think the Diamondbacks have any life left in them? I think the Diamondbacks certainly have, are going to win this game tonight. Um, 
I think it just sets up well for him, having Grinky going at home. He's super familiar with the Dodgers. I, I don't know. I think the Dodgers have actually had some success on him. But, man, you get in, the, in front of the home crowd, and people don't understand. I don't think fans will ever truly understand how much effect that they have on the outcome of a game. <laughs> it's it's pretty remarkable, man. Just the just adrenaline see, itself, right? You're in, in that oh, crowd man, and you can like, feel it. Yeah, you can absolutely feel it, and you get you know that you got. It's not just the nine guys on the field. It's not the twenty five guys in the clubhouse. It's you've got fifty thousand people that are all pulling on the same end of the rope as you have, and you feel that energy, and it's it's an amazing thing, man. So I think they're going to get in front of their home crowd, um, you know, and then who knows what happens from there? Like you just. If you just win one game and then the momentum swings and then the Dodgers are like, oh, geez, now like if we don't win tomorrow, then we got to go to a game five and anything can happen in a game five or you know they, you just, those thoughts start to creep in. I've been in a best of five series where my team won the first two games and we lost the series. We lost three in a row. Wow. So yeah, dude, I, yeah, I didn't even want to bring it up, you, but it's sucks. Worse yeah. than any. Oh no, no, it's the it's the worst. It was the only playoff series I was ever in and we were I felt at the time we were the best team in baseball and um we went on the road and won two on the road and then came home and lost three at home. What what year was that? Who'd, who'd you lose to? Two thousand twelve and the Giants ended up winning the whole thing. Oh God, yeah, that's when they when they started going crazy and they Oh man. That you're right. Yeah, There's nothing terrible. worse than was, losing at home too. No, no doubt. You know, so we, we went out there and we just, we murdered them. And then they came home and it was, you know, they won the one game and we probably, should, I think it was a real tight game, you know, 2 1 or something like that. And then the next game they come out and they start, you know, you just start to see the confidence build, man. And that's why I'm saying if they, if the Diamondbacks can just one game, I mean, th- there should always be a sense of urgency on the team that's up 2 0 to finish that thing right away. Yeah. Um, see, adrenaline but, sometimes, Sam, could be a pitcher's worst nightmare because we saw how it impacted Jonathan Gray in that one game yep. of wild card. He, what happened there? What, what was he not doing? I think as a, as a power pitcher, and this has been for me. This has been throughout these playoffs more than any that I've seen because certainly the pitchers that are pitching now have better stuff than at any time in, in the major league history. Uh, you know, throwing harder, nastier slider, all this stuff. There, the adrenaline seems to be working so much in the hitter's favor because they're just they've taken. There's been so many good swings on pitches. There's been so much loud contact this postseason more than any I can ever remember. And it just seems like the hitters are amplified and you're not going to throw that 97 by me. Like I'm on, I'm on time with that because I'm so jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just didn't feel like he had anything else to go to at that time. Talking to John Gray and all these other guys, but John Gray, he wasn't getting a slider over for a strike. He was up in the zone. That's what adrenaline does that works against you. I think it brings you up in the strike zone and just makes the balls easier to handle. I was never good at handling well I was good I was really good at handling my adrenaline. I was not good when I let it get the best of me and I was trying to throw harder. You know, I go from throwing ninety miles an hour to ninety two, like that doesn't mean anything to those guys. You know, if you're going from ninety five to a hundred, that's a big deal. But um you know, I just didn't it's happened with a couple of young guys. The kid for the Yankees, Severino, he he didn't get out of the first inning. There was another guy that, you know, guys aren't pitching deep into these games because the, the focus is on the bullpen. But, uh, 
you know, John Gray, that's going to be a, you know, it's easy to say now you wish they were still playing, but that's going to be a great experience for them. This, I read a lot about this being a, a big learning year for them. That's so true, especially for their, their pitching staff. Uh, to pitch this deep into the season, to pitch those meaningful games coming down the stretch and understand what that adrenaline feels like and then how best to use it. I know John Gray is going to get into a situation. He's going to be feel jacked up. and like, Okay, rem- then you got experience to draw on, Vic, and you know that. Yeah. Bro, if you want an um, adrenaline hey, dude, I, real, real quick, I was down yeah. in Austin this past weekend, and I was at a tailgate. Yeah. And I just want you to know that you're still worldwide, man. Some guy said, uh, yeah, I live in Denver, blah, 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 to some guy. And he says, oh, is Vic Lombardi still working up there? I was like, <laughs> yeah, Vic is worldwide, dude. I started my good, career in Austin, dude. Man, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name, but he, yeah, uh, yeah I just wanted, to, I just wanted to real recognize real, right? Was his name Armstrong? Was it Lance Armstrong by chance? <laughs> no, no, it was not. <laughs> okay, Sammy, thanks, buddy. Always appreciate your insight. Thank you very much for a few minutes this morning. All right, thanks, Vic. Take care, man. Take care. That is former major league pitcher Sam Lequeur. He talks about adrenaline and how pitchers need to learn how to handle that adrenaline. You want an adrenaline rush, sports fans? Go try to manually light your grill outside. Do what I did yesterday. Check out my Twitter account. See the results of that. How's that working for you, Vic? Not well. You got the Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Every Tuesday on Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Akeem Talib. Outspoken. Yeah. No holds barred. Speaking his mind. Tuesday at 8.15 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Metro21homes.com. By Icon Suits. Oh, Professionally sure. tailored suits in Cherry Creek. And by Honda Power Equipment. How do you want to do trust? it? The Akeem Talib Show. Every Tuesday, all season. Only on Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. How will the recent massive data breach affect you? Is your personal information at risk? If you are a Discover credit card member, there's an important action you can take to help protect yourself right now. Go online and sign up for Discover's free social security alerts. 
Once activated, we will alert you if your social security number is found on any one of thousands of risky websites. Learn more and sign up for free alerts at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Britt Ivinson from Ideal Home Loans joins us, Britt, and, and we've talked about it, and, and, and you're my guys. You're who I'm always going to go to in any type of needs, but there's so many people and so many different needs. I mean, what are some of them in some areas you can go and help people right now? Well, you know, if you're someone with credit card debt, you could be saving a significant amount of money by putting your home's equity to work. You know, you notice it and going out and shopping for a house recently. Mm. Boy, there's a lot of houses listed, but they don't last long. They sell quick, and that's because home values are going up at record rates. If you've got mortgage insurance, if you're someone that bought in the last couple of years and you didn't have 20% to put down, you could get rid of your mortgage insurance by refinancing and easily be saving three or $400 a month. The great news, Scotty, rates are at the lowest level they've been all year right now. So to take advantage and save, call us at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Individual results may vary. At Brain Balance Achievement Centers, parents find real help for their kids. Lincoln was a different child before brain balance. Probably like 15 times a day he would have a fit. Prior to brain balance, my son was very much unable to focus. Things that would bother her would be like the tags on her clothes. She was definitely like a sensory processing challenge. Is your child struggling? Is there a diagnosis of ADHD, dyslexia, a processing or sensory problem? Find real help. Brain Balance delivers on the promise of a better life for your child and for you. As we went through our first month, huge things started to happen. And she walked out of there walking probably 10 feet taller. It's been an amazing transformation. The program will transform not only your son or your daughter, but you as well. Brain Balance is a drug-free program for struggling kids. Don't just compensate for your child's issues. Get to the root of the problem. Now, six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 1-800-877-5500 today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds are improving with just a couple exceptions. Now, first off, I-70 is running pretty slow as you work your way from C-470 out through to about Evergreen Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Optima, advocates of student loan consolidation. Of course, wet and slushy roadways to deal with. Southbound 225 slow from Parker Road down to the I-25 interchange. Owe more than $12,000 in private student loans? Call Optima Advocates. See if you qualify. Call 800 348 2707. That's 800-348-2707. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And it won't stop snowing. It's still snowing. Happy Monday to you. Happy Columbus Day to you. We got the Avs and the Bruins. 11 a.m. faceoff, 10:35 pregame, right here at Altitude 950. Will? Yes. Aren't you supposed to read something? Ah, yes. Altitude 950 wants to send you to Nashville to see the Avalanche take on the Predators every weekday between now and October 20th. We'll be giving you the chance to get into the grand prize drawing. Listen for a greeting from a country music star. So anytime you hear a country music star dropped into the show, uh, any of our live shows, be the third caller, and you're in the mix for the trip 
to see the Avs and Predators November 18th. Join the Avs in Nashville with Altitude 950, 303-753-0950. Caller number three when you hear that country music drop. Hey, this uh, Dolphins offensive line coach who has uh, just uh, minutes ago announced his resignation after being caught on video that went viral of him doing a couple lines, yes, lines of coke before a team meeting that he sent to his stripper girlfriend. I don't mean to laugh because clearly this guy has a problem, Vic, but it's kind of funny, right? What, what, what I was going to ask you is, is there any sense of sympathy or empathy for him? I mean, I, I'm I'm uncomfortable with this story. I, I I understand what he did was wrong. I get it. You don't have to preach that to me. But the fact that his entire life has been exposed virally, I I just I don't like this. It I hate this. I mean, what? Why would this lady, this stripper girlfriend of his, send this out for all the world to see? Well, clearly that he and the stripper got in some sort of feud, and this was her revenge, right? Making this video public. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. Well, he's dumb to do it. He's obviously. an idiot. Dumb. He's doing cocaine at work, and he's sending it to his stripper girlfriend. I mean, how dumb does this guy have to be? I, I don't really have any empathy or sympathy, Vic. I just asked. Okay. Well, I told you how I feel. I think this guy's an idiot. And I do hope he gets the help that he needs, because obviously, if you're doing cocaine, you have a problem. If you're doing cocaine at work, you have a very big problem. All right. That time uh, of the morning again where we uh, bring in our good friend who's getting married, by the way, this Saturday. We'll get more on that. We're going to party with Marty. Be with Marty. Just hit a button, Marty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. A lot of people reacting to your nuptials upcoming here, Marty. Um says here on the text line 0459. Party with Marty getting married? He gets a radio spot, then a sponsored spot, now a wedding? That escalated quickly. You should be proud. Proud yeah. of yourself, Marty. Good time to be Marty, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> does your does your uh wife to be, does she know that your spot here is now sponsored? Uh I, I mentioned it. She she didn't seem too uh too impressed or anything, but uh <laughs> I think she knows. You've done she, such a good job. <laughs> Come on. She should be giving you some love for that. Well, we are getting married, so yeah. that's true. All right, go ahead, bro. Okay, so just you know, Columbus Day has been mentioned about a hundred times so far, but uh, you guys know what year exactly this happened? Fourteen ninety-two. I don't know. Wow, what a great random guess. That's, yeah, uh, sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen ninety-two. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I thought that would get more play. Anyway, John Lennon. Yeah, you mean nobody like you didn't know the answer to that legitimately? No, I didn't. I didn't know. Wait, wait. That's like Seriously? one of the first things they teach you in school, I yeah, feel isn't like. Isn't that like the first thing you learn? Well, you get taught a... What's that, Jesse? I was say, isn't it like 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean yeah. blue or something you like that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you guys remember you know, anything you get taught in school? I mean, I, it's just very common knowledge, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, you learn your alphabet, and then you learn 1492. I mean, I don't know what else there is to learn. <laughs> and then you graduate. That's it. <laughs> wow. Okay, go on. All right. Anyway, John Lennon was born in 1940 today. Also, his son, Sean Lennon, was born on the same day in 1975. That's so random. That was, that was pretty random, yeah. Is Sean Lennon still singing? Is it, did he try something? Did he try a music career? And it I didn't believe work so. Out? Yeah, he's out there. He's a singer, songwriter, and actor. 
According okay. to his Wikipedia page. So. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Sharon Osbourne turned 65. You guys remember the show The Osbournes on MTV, early 2000s? Yeah, oh. you know, every time I go to my mom's house for lunch, she's always watching that show that she's on now, The Talk, The View. I don't know, one of those shows where they're just talking, a bunch of ladies with coffee mugs talking, and she's on that show. The Osbournes at its peak was like peak MTV, right? Yeah, it was like stuff. early 2000s peak MTV, real world road rules, the Osbournes. Do you remember that show, Vic, and how popular oh, God, yeah. it was? Yeah. Is, is Ozzy still with us, by the way? Am I, did I miss something? That's, is he still alive? I think so. I think so. I'll I find out for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's doing real well, but yeah, he's, he's still alive. Okay. Yeah. I went back and looked at a lot of clips, a lot of, a lot of swear words, a lot of, a lot of F-bombs in that show. Oh yeah, no doubt. That was a funny show. Yeah. So since Manchester's not here, I'll take advantage and throw a Babe Ruth stat out at you guys. Because <laughs> you know he's not a Babe Ruth guy. He might call in and, and curse me out here. But uh, Babe Ruth on this day pitched his first World Series game, casual 14-inning complete game W. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine that today? 14 complete. I don't know how many pit was he, Was there a pitch count at all? You know, what? they didn't have that. They didn't have that on the website. Yeah. What is Manchester's rant on that? He's like, it's a bunch of white guys in day games or whatever. Like he, fat he, white guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have to get him on the phone later to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. So in 1938, a game between uh, Cleveland and Chicago, the whole game went without a penalty, and that has only happened four times in uh, in NFL history. Hell, that doesn't happen on a special teams play anymore, let alone a game. It was actually last done by Seattle in 2007. Zero penalties, zero wow. yards. I'm watching that Sunday night game last night, and uh, homeboy took it back, uh, took the punt back for a touchdown, Tyree mm-hmm. kill. Yeah. And the entire time, all I'm saying is, well, that'll come back. There's a flag somewhere. And then, oh, oh my God, no flags? Wow, that's rare. It just doesn't happen. More often than not, every kickoff or punt return in the NFL is flagged. Good luck finding one that's not. Okay, on this day in 1996, there was a game between the Yankees and the Orioles known as the Jeffrey Meyer game. In right field, Tarasco going back to the track, to the wall. And what happens here? He contends that a fan reaches up and touches it. But Richie Garcia says no. It's a home run. A contention by Tarasco is that the ball is descending and the fan touches it. He's right. He's right. It was ALCS game one. Yankees were down four to three. Derek Jeter hits a fly ball to right field where this 12-year-old Jeffrey Meyer reaches over the fence and touches it. And the replay is pretty clear. He's way over the fence. Yeah. They ruled it a home run. Yankees ended up winning uh, 5-4 in 11 innings, winning the series 4-1. to one. You guys remember that game? Yes, that would not have happened last night because Aaron Judge is like seven foot thirteen, and he would have caught it. It was like the exact same play, too. Yeah. My question is, how did the umpire miss it? Because we're in the playoffs, right? So we're at six umpires. We have the umps down the line. If you watch the video, he's out there. It's so obvious that the kid, the 12-year-old kid, reaches over Jeffrey Mayer, and the ump still calls it a home run. It's one of the more egregious missed calls in baseball history that he couldn't tell that that was fan interference. Right, Vic? Just think about it, the fact that we remember his name. How old is Jeffrey Meyer today? He's got to be in his 30s, right? Yeah, I think he's 30-something. Yeah. We remember uh, Bartman, Steve Bartman. We remember Jeffrey Meyer. We remember random baseball fans who actually affected games. That's amazing to me. Like, there's no, I have no data in my brain for other stuff, but I remember that. You remember uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. I do remember that one, too. That was the first. (laughs) That's the first thing you learned. My uncle is a huge Baltimore Orioles fan. He'll be there on Saturday. I guarantee you this game comes up somehow. It always seems to come up. Sure it will. 
right, last thing here, guys, in case you uh, you missed it, Florida fans broke out into uh, I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty at the end of the third quarter. That's cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that gives you chills just sitting yeah, here listening it? to that. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. He's from Florida, apparently. He was from Florida. From Gainesville, yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah, so they're yeah. saying that's going to be a new tradition. They sing uh, this song called We Are the Boys of Old Florida, and apparently after that they're going to sing uh, I Won't Back Down after every uh, Florida home game. And then the Gators lose to LSU, who a week before lost to Troy at home. It's college football for you these days. Marty? Thank you very much, brother. What do you have in the wedding planning category today? Today is is clear. We're we're free and clear until we until we get out there. Then a lot of stuff has to happen. But today is today is nothing. I questioned why uh, you're forcing your groomsmen to pay for their own tuxes, and somebody on the text line uh, chimed in and said, "Yes, when I got married, I paid a total of two thousand dollars for my groomsmen's tuxes." Mm. So somebody took charge. Well, maybe you ought to, maybe you ought to do the same there, Marty. I don't yeah. blame Marty. Weddings are already expensive. You're going to add another two grand to the yeah, bill. Yeah, there's a couple other expenses I got to worry about first before. What's the most, is, is the booze the most expensive part or is it the venue? It's the food. It's the food. Ah, uh, just pizza. <laughs> Great. <yeah. laughs> uh, can I have my wedding at your house? <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi show top of the hour, 9 a.m. Coming up a little bit later, we'll hook up with Mark Rycroft, Altitude Sports. His thoughts on the Avs, two games in. They play again this morning, 11 o'clock, right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up later this morning, the Avalanche wrap up their three-game road trip with a matinee in Boston. The puck drops at 11 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 1035. The voice of the Avalanche, Mark Mosier, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. At the Vic Lombardi Show, Mark Mosier coming up at uh, 1015. Moj on the call this morning. It's Columbus Day, which means holiday hockey. The Avs with an early face-off in Boston. That's an 11 o'clock start, 10.35 pregame. Another crazy weekend in the National Football League. Game of the day was certainly in Dallas, I thought, but some other games that affected the Broncos. You want to you wanna roll this show here, HW? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Wild Sunday. Let's go around the NFL. Tom Petty, we got it all here. Step to Tyrod Taylor, deep drop, fires deep downfield, overthrown, and intercepted by George Iloka. And he runs down to the 30-yard line. That might be Coffin Nails. Bam, bam, bam. That is Cincinnati with a game-sealing pick off Tyrod Taylor. They beat Buffalo. Uh, Vic, you and I had Buffalo. James and the Degenerates had Cincinnati. What the hell's going on? Just when you think of teams on the upswing, see the parody of the NFL, it's impossible anymore, right? I thought Cincinnati was done three weeks in, and here they go. I mean, how do you see this? 
How do you pick this one out? Well, I think Vegas knew because they had the Bengals as favorites, and both you and I thought that was a little How? odd. How? And since he not only won, but they covered too. That is the modern day NFL. You just can't predict this anymore. You're right. We suck. The degenerates are smart. Well, wait until you see our final records from this week. I won't reveal too early, but there was some ugly numbers. Next game. Offset eye in the backfield. Here's McCowan. First and goal from the two. He throws touchdown right corner of the end zone. Austin Safarian Jenkins against Ibrahim Campbell. And the Jets go right back out on top. We'll flip it here, Vic. You and I were smart. We both had the Jets. Manchester and his kids had the Browns. Uh, I'm going to continue to pick against Cleveland. And all of a sudden, the Jets are over 500. That's wacky, man. Yeah, Jets barely emerge in that game, 17-14. So I don't know how smart we are, but they are tied atop the standings in the uh, AFC East. If you look at it, Buffalo, the Jets, and New England, all 3-2 and two right now. Yeah, we all know who's going to win that division, and it won't be that close, right? No. No, you're right. Always happens that way. All right, next game. Brissett under center. He moves the tight end. Williams from uh, right to left, back to the right side. He fakes, keeps the ball. No, Marlin's got it. Marlin's at the 10. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Marlin. Great play action face by Jacoby Brissett. And Matt winds up with a 22-yard gallop to the end zone. The Colts have stretched the lead out to 15-6 to with the extra point to come. The Colts uh, take out the Niners. You were the only one who got that game right, Vic. I told you the Colts were not going to lose on Peyton Manning Day. I mean, Manning was uh, feeded all weekend. David Letterman showed up. Vice President showed up for a little bit. Everybody was there. They were going to lose with Peyton in the house, and they didn't. What do you think about Peyton saying in his speech, I will always be a Colt? Uh, obviously, he played the majority of his career there, but there's been kind of rumblings that he... You know, he feels more connected to the Broncos. Do you think he has to pick one of the two, or, or what do you read into that? Well, you go into the Hall of Fame as a player. You don't get, go in necessarily as a, as a member of a team. So it doesn't bother me. Listen, I mean, it's natural. It's human nature. He started his career there. He spent the bulk of his career there. I get it. Yeah, but they kicked that guy to the curb pretty unceremoniously, right? Sure. I get it. But I mean, you know their line was, we want to win Super Bowls. Well, guess what? He played in two and won one here, and you guys haven't sniffed a Super Bowl. But see, you say they. Who's they? It, it, it was the owner, right? The team. I mean, he's always going to have a connection with the city of Indianapolis. He built a children's hospital there, for crying out loud. That connection will never be lost. I totally get it. All right, next game. Third and goal from the sixth. A tied football game, 10-38 before. Cutler back to throw. Fires. He's got a receiver. It's a touchdown by Amy Jarvis Landry. There you go. The Dolphins finally wake up, and, man, how bad is Tennessee? They get boat raced by Houston, and then they lose to a team that looked like it may be the worst in the NFL. Again, I just don't understand this league anymore. You're right. I mean, uh, the Dolphins come to life a much-needed victory. Tell me I picked Miami, please. Uh, Let's see here. You had Miami. The kids had Miami, James had Tennessee, and I had a tie. Now, this game was tied 10-10 in the fourth quarter, so I wasn't that far off. Why would you call it? You're just giving stuff away now. That's just a gift. Well, if I if they had tied, wouldn't I have gotten some sort of bonus That's points? Possible. Let's say if you predict a tie, you win five extra points. Okay. Five extra games. You gotta get something for it. Speaking of ties, does it surprise you we haven't had one yet with these new overtime rules? Almost every time they, did. Almost did in that Colts 49ers game, right? Right. But every time they play overtime, that clock just bleeds quick, man. You're thinking, yeah. wow, this thing's gonna end in a tie, but we You're still right. haven't had one yet. Uh, all right, next game. Just gets it in time. 
Going underneath for Gordon, has the reception. Five to the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Chargers. Rivers to Gordon for the second time today. It's a 10-yard touchdown pass. Battle of 0-4 teams. The Chargers get their first win of the year. The Broncos will welcome in the Giants next week at 0-5, and their entire receiving core is seemingly hurt. I don't think I've ever seen uh, a core like that wiped out, like having your entire pass-catching unit gone in one game. Beckham Jr., gone, fractured ankle. Dwayne Harris, gone, out for the year. Shepard and Marshall, gone, unlikely to play next week. I'm, isn't Victor Cruz, he's still a free agent, right? Did Victor Cruz sign anywhere? Uh, I, I think he's a free agent. Yeah, you yeah. wonder if they'll bring him in this week. I mean, they have to sign some receivers this week, right? Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson, Ocho Shinko, both, both reaching out to the Giants saying they're available. Hey, they, come on. Were they doing that seriously or in jest? I don't know. I have no idea, but they seriously tweeted to the Giants. They need some help. They're coming to mile high standing with nobody available to catch the ball. What about the Chargers? I mean, is there any chance they get back in this thing, or are they basically done at one and four? I think we all realize the Chargers are better than the record indicated, right? I sure. Mean, they, they could easily be undefeated right now, which is stupid. Every game they've been in, has been a one-score game. Isn't every that what they one. did last year, too, though? Yes. Like, every every game is seemingly a yes. one-possession game. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, Broncos go to the soccer stadium pretty soon here. We'll see how that goes. Next game. Kenyon Barner backs up, takes it at the 9. Moves to his left. Comes across the 10 at the 15-20. Cuts back at the 30. He's at the 40. He's looking for room at the 50. Running to his right at the 30. The Cardinals have an angle, and he is finally brought down at the 15. So Kenyon Barner, for the second time in this game, has brought the crowd to its feet. First on a 19-yard return, and this time he comes all the way downfield for 77 yards before he's brought down by Britton Golden. The Eagles blow the Cardinals out in Philly. Eagles... Vic, Super Bowl contender, or too early to say that? Dude, they they uh, continue to impress me. I mean, they're they're four and one for a reason. When do the Broncos venture out there? Broncos are in Philly. Is it late October, or early November? I always forget what the schedule. Well, I think looks it's like. late October. It's part of that three game road trip where they okay. go to L A, Kansas City, and Philly. So you have to win in L A because you're going to Kansas City and Philly in back to back weeks. Those two teams are combined nine and one right now. Might turn out to be the toughest road game of the year when you think about it at Kansas City or at Philly. Take your pick. Both going to be difficult for the Broncos. Both going to be uh, very difficult. And the, the Cardinals, I mean, has the Bruce Arians ship kind of sailed? Yeah, I, I don't know where that team working. really goes from here. Their yeah, quarterback's old. Their defense is getting older. Their head coach wears a stupid hat. I, I guess I don't see much of a future for Arizona right now. Well, you're anti. I, I, what do you call that kind of hat again? What Isn't is that it? called a fedora? Yeah, but no, no, no. There's something else. It's called something else. He actually brand named it. It's not a fedora. It's not a classic fedora. Don't you dare call it. It's not Larry Fedora. It's something else. <laughs> All right, we're halfway through. We'll go ahead and uh, take a break, do the other six games on the other side. And also, Vic, little birdie told me that country song or country drop could be coming sooner Ooh. rather than later for your Ooh. chance to get qualified for a trip to get Nashville. Get your telephones nearby. You can win a trip to Nashville right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. The studio host on Altitude Television, Kyle Keefe, joins us. What a start for the season for the Avs this year. Yeah, last night, um, that was so important. I just think mentally uh, and emotionally, I know that's such a weird word, but mentally and emotionally, after the season that they had last year, to come out of the gates against a legit team. It's not like they were, you know, playing Florida or, you know, a, a, a bad team. You know, they went to into Madison Square Garden with a lot of young guys who were probably wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and nervous as hell, you know, getting out on the ice for the first time, Alexander Kerfoot, and, and, and beat the Rangers. And, look, we got to give credit where credit is due. Semyon Varlamov was ridiculous, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna need that every night. They got a lot of a lot of things to, to shore up because there was definitely some mistakes, but we'll take a four two win. Hastings and Brownman every weekday ten to one only on Altitude nine fifty. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Haller. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from General Air Service and Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit GeneralAir.com. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. Your driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock, our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom Tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, 
your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant, and soon your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop, Cherry Creek, IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hi, I'm Carrie Underwood. Be the third caller, and you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. There it is. Today's edition of Know Your Abs brought to you by CSU Global Campus. At CSU Global Campus, online education isn't another thing they do. It's all they do. During Saturday's game, what did Mark Mosier tell listeners about Joe Sackick? What nugget of information? First caller at 303-753-0950 with the answer, you will win a $25 gift card. To Garbanzo, Mediterranean Fresh. Am I reading the right promo? No, dude. You just uh, you just mixed our contests. We have two contests going on at the same time, and I read the wrong run. So but, now we've got callers for the country music star to qualify for Nashville, and we've got callers for the $25 gift card to Garbanzo from Know Your Apps. Well, that's your problem, not mine. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. NFL recap rolls on. It's not going to be easy today here in Ford Field. Panthers a touchdown down. Second down and goal from the six. It's the option. And the shovel pass. McCaffrey, the flip from Newton. Touchdown. That is Cam Newton to Christian McCaffrey. Carolina goes into Detroit and wins. Uh You and the kids had Carolina. James and I had Detroit. Yeah, you know what? I, I think Carolina's back. I think I think Cam's got his his swag back. He's, he's playing like a, a very confident quarterback. Even after what happened last week, you know, that, that controversy with he and the, uh, and the reporter, he looked good. I mean, he made some throws that were very special yesterday. Some Cam Newton type throws. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Do you, do you think Carolina is like Super Bowl back? Like, are, are we declaring them back to that level or, Dude, you or say what? That about, uh, you can say that about half the teams in the league, man. Yeah, of course. If Cam's going 26 to 33 for 335, yes. Three TDs, yes. If they get that cam, yes. We never dove into it, but did you like his apology? Well, in a roundabout way, it took him two days to apologize. He didn't apologize. The only reason he apologized is because it took two days of pressure for him to apologize. Right, yeah. A forced apology isn't necessarily a genuine apology, right? Of course. Oh. All right, next game. Third down and two. Here we go after the two-minute warning. Third and two, Jags from their own 10-yard line. He gives to Fernet. He's into the open field. He is into the open field in the Steeler territory. Watch this! Are you kidding me? Touchdown! Leonard Fournette just went 90 yards! Touchdown Jacksonville! There's the icing on the cake as they lay it to the Pittsburgh Steelers! Jacksonville wipes eliminators who were still left all over the country. They go into Pittsburgh, win 30-9. to After the game, Big Ben says, I may just not have it anymore. Pretty jarring comments from an elite quarterback in this league, right Vic? Dude, forget him. Lenny Fournette, 28 carries, a buck 81. Did you see that carry he had around the right side? It was a sweep right, 
and he basically points at the Pittsburgh DB and says, come and get it. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Whoa. Are we uh, watching the emergence of a star? Is, is Fournette a- as good as Ezekiel Elliott was last year and maybe just not getting the attention because of the market he plays in? He's an absolute stud. He also took on the distance. I think it was a 90-yard run. Yeah. A guy that big to be that powerful and that fast, he is everything and then some that he was at LSU. But is Pittsburgh any good? I, I mean, you've got a quarterback who throws five picks and then after the game basically says, yeah, I just may not be very good anymore. I mean, that, that be, to me would be jarring if I was a Steelers case. fan. There's some civil war going on in Pittsburgh too with the Big Ben and, and his receivers. I, I don't think they like, I think they genuinely dislike each other and it's reflective on the field. Uh, next game please. Manuel sets the gun, two receivers wide to the right. His tight end to the left. Now he brings the tight end closer into the line. Fakes the snap. Fakes the inside handoff. Little dump pass to his tight end, Jared Cook. Fumbles the ball. Ravens recover. Well, picks it up. He's in the 30. Nobody in front of him. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Eric Weddle. And the Ravens defense. That's pretty wacky, man. Baltimore goes into Oakland, beats them down. The Raiders have now lost three in a row. Obviously no Derek Carr, but they look like a team kind of teetering on on a lost season, Vic. So the Raiders lose at home, and that's not just half the fireworks. What happened after the game, if you haven't seen this, it's online. Donald Penn, one of the Raiders' offensive linemen, is in his car, and this crazy Raiders fan is talking all kinds of crap at him to the point where Donald Penn, on his exit from the stadium, gets out of his car to confront this fan as if they're going to go. They're ready to throw hands. Thankfully, there's a security guard that gets in the way. But I, nothing that surprises me in Raider country. Who would do that? Who would approach a player and do would you, would you Did you ever do that? No, no. Uh, and, and especially Donald Penn. Have you seen that dude? Yes. He's like the scariest looking dude I've ever seen. I mean, I can't imagine somebody that angry after a Bronco loss or any team loss sitting there in the parking lot, your own player parking lot, wanting to fight one of your own players. Now you said earlier in the show you don't think the Raiders are done. I uh I continue to think the Raiders are done. I well, lean more and more Carr, toward that. Yeah, if Derek Carr returns, they're a different team. You know that. Derek Carr played in Washington and Denver and did absolutely it. nothing. Every team goes through those weeks. And I, I think they were going through those weeks at the time. I think the division is too good. I think the Raiders are done. All right, next game. Second down and four. Little alley, you pass to Graham, he goes up and makes the catch. Touchdown, Seahawks! And every member of the offense runs to number 88. How long have the Seahawks been trying to get that hookup between Russell and Jimmy Graham on an alley-oop pass, and it works perfectly from four yards out, and the Seahawks put six on the board. You and I had the Rams. James and his kids both had the Seahawks. Uh Seattle goes to L.A. and gets a W. Sort of sucks. I was rooting for the Rams in that game. It was fourth and ten there, and uh, your boy had a chance to win it. I, I thought he got the pass in there. It was broken up at the goal line. Yeah, that was another game that came right down to the wire, right? Yeah, Jared Goff had a chance to really uh, put another uh, pelt on the wall. He's come a long way as a quarterback, but uh, the Rams and Seahawks, no matter when they play, no matter how good each team is, it's always a great game, isn't it? It always is, yeah, and, and I wonder who's going to win that division because I think conventional logic says Seattle, but would it shock you if the Rams went to Seattle later this year and won? It wouldn't shock me. I think Not that, at all. that is very much a coin flip division yeah. right now. I don't see the Seahawks the way you used to see them, right? I, I don't think they're an elite team anymore. I really don't. 
Well, look what they did in Tennessee. Look what the Titans did to them. And then look what the Titans did the next two weeks. They lost sure. to the Texans and the Dolphins. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think L.A. could win that division despite losing yesterday. All right, it was the game of the day, Packers-Cowboys. Prescott under center. He takes short drop, quick toss, right side, through the hands. Yes. 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 Demarius Randall to the end zone for the touchdown. Through the hands of Terrence Williams, intercepted Demarius Randall. That was one of about five crazy plays in the fourth quarter of that game. Uh, Rodgers does it again, and the Packers win in Dallas. You, Manchester, and I all had Green Bay. The kids had Dallas. Again, the reason why I have Aaron Rodgers ahead of Tom Brady in my uh, power rankings is a play that you saw late in that game, third and long, trying to get into field goal position, trying to keep the drive sustained, trying to do whatever you can to win the game, and Aaron Rodgers flushed out of the pocket, sidesteps a blitzer, and runs 12 yards for a first down. That's the kind of play. Brady can't make that play. Physically can't make it. As good as he is, he can't do what Aaron Rodgers can do. Aaron Rodgers has that special skill. Not only clutch under fire, but he can use his feet as well. That's why he's the best all-around quarterback in the National Football League. If you right now, at this moment, on I snowy... I would take Rodgers. Right. On snowy October 9th, I was going to ask you that, but I would also ask you this. Is Green Bay the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Because they look like the favorite to me. How the hell am I supposed to know? You know what? They, they're they always special when they play at Dallas. How many times are they going to rip the Cowboys' heart out, by the way? Yeah, the playoffs last year and then this. I mean, that's two just dramatic, heartbreaking losses in the span of, what, nine what, months? What's the first thing that came to mind when Dak Prescott scored on that touchdown with a buck 19 left? I said they scored too early. Left too much time. Yeah, scored too early. Milk that sucker for as long as you can. Do not score with a minute plus on the, on the book or you're going to lose, especially to that guy. Uh, all right, our final game. It was the Sunday night showdown. Eckler likes to boom these punts. Tyreek Hill back to take this punt. And another boomer to the middle of the field. Hill will take it at the 18. First man misses. Going to the right side. Needs a block. Gets by that guy at the 30. Look out. 40-yard line. Tyreek Hill midfield. Catch it back right. 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. As the cheetah runs left to right for 82 yards on a punt return. Kansas City pulls away late after Houston made it interesting. Chiefs only undefeated team in the NFL at 5 and 0. Alex Smith number 2 on my current quarterback power rankings. Number 2 behind Aaron Rodgers. So many weapons HW. So many. You just heard from Tyreek Hill there. But I mean the the rookie Kareem Hunt. Uh the was in Charkendrick West who had that touchdown reception? Yes. I mean, he was supposed to be the guy. They got so many dudes who can make plays on that offense. And now that Alex Smith is not afraid to throw the ball deep as he had him, he did on a couple occasions last night. That is a dangerous KC team. Dangerous. No doubt. Very, uh, very dangerous team. I'll believe it when I see it in January. That's kind of how I feel about these Chiefs right now, but. That's fair. You have to. Probably acknowledge that they're the best team in the NFL. Okay, as, how did we as do currently overall, constructed? How did we do with these picks? All right. I have a feeling we got our butts kicked. You know what? You did okay. You and the kids tied at seven and five. That's not okay in my book. That's called mediocre. Well, do you want to know what Manchester and I did? Please tell me. We both went four and eight. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Picking winners two weeks in a row, Manchester has been well under five hundred. Picking winners. Remember, we're not picking these with lines. We're just picking winners. 
So I have to ask you again, and anybody listening on this snowy Monday, do you like the parody that has hit the NFL the last few? Do you like this? Is it is it better? Is it funner? Is what you like or dislike about it? Because for for people who throw money down, this is hell, right? You can't pick a damn game anymore. No, you can't. I like it because I like the unpredictability, and I like, it was my hot take two hours ago, I like how wide open this season feels and how many different teams are probably contenders, including the Denver Broncos. It is wide, as wide open in the league as I've ever seen it. I would agree with that. I've never seen, after five weeks, where all but maybe three teams are in it. You could say that. You know, the Niners are not in it. Okay, the Niners are terrible. The Browns are terrible. You you could say a couple more teams are terrible. The Giants are terrible. Yes. Other than that, every team still has a shot at this point. Five weeks in. That's unbelievable to me. No, you're right. It's wide open for sure, and I don't know why you wouldn't like it. I mean, unless you were a Patriots fan who just wanted status quo of New England goes to the Super Bowl every other year. I, I, I love it, man. Mix it up. I think it's great. Got Avalanche Hockey today. 11 o'clock face-off. The Avs in Boston on this Columbus Day, 10.35 pregame. Up next, Mark Rycroft on Altitude 950 talking Avs. Attention sports fans, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate will do it for you. The only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you this following offer. He'll cut you a check for five grand if he cannot sell your home at a price and a time you agree with. Five grand. He has an exclusive system that markets these homes. It's all about the marketing when it comes to real estate. Recently, using that marketing system, he sold the house for ten grand more than what it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford of the Hansford team, 720-900-4433. Altitude 950 is the home of the Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop with the final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every abs game with Altitude 950. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroom. This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window company I personally endorse. Book your free in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. 
It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year. Talk off the You don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Now six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 800-877-5500 today. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Almost forgot, had the uh, Rockies beaten the Diamondbacks last week, game three would have been tonight in these conditions. <laughs> have fun with that. You think they cancel it if it's tonight, HW? They had to, right? No, I think they'd find a way to play. Really? If it stops snowing by noon? Well, it's not supposed to, is it? You can't really make up playoff baseball games. Well, sure you can. Why not? Well, I think there's a schedule they, they feel like they have to stick to, right? You, I mean, come on, though. If, if you're a fan, do you, do you really want to go to Coors Field in these conditions and watch playoff baseball? That would suck. Yeah, it sucked. I remember in the World Series when they played the Red Sox, and it was freezing, man. It was just uncomfortable watching those baseball games. Nothing fun about that. And it always goes back to why doesn't the season end a bit earlier? Well, you don't run into this situation, especially when you're in the Midwest and the Northeast and you get those late games, the late October games, sometimes early November games, where the weather always plays a role. Why? It's a warm weather sport. 
90% of the season's played in the warm weather. 90% of the year, it is comfortable out for both fans and players. And yet, your most meaningful games, the biggest games of the year are in the cold? I don't get it. So you're saying you think the season should be wrapped up by now? They should do yeah. the playoffs in September? Pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. That would be a pretty dramatic change. I mean, October and baseball are fairly synonymous, right? Okay, but did you hear what I just said? 90% of the season, everything you play for, played in great conditions. Everything's nice right? and nice out. And all of a sudden, you get this, and you're facing every pitch. Suck it up. Deal with the elements. You In October 07, how many games did they play in the rain and the snow? A lot. I hated it. I hated it. Nothing fun about that. All right, we got Riker on the hotline now, Vic. Yeah, you want a cold-weather game. It's hockey. It is hockey season. The ads are 1-1. One and one. We welcome on the show on the hotline right now, part of the 1-2 duo, the dynamic altitude television duo, Keeper and Rycroft. It is Mark Rycroft, everybody. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm fantastic. I'm sitting here getting ready to do my telestration for the yeah. half-hour pregame show today. Maybe the earliest I've ever been in the studio here, Vic. I've never heard, Riker, of back-to-back avalanche games that started before noon. But here we are. We got it. What was Saturday's start, 11? It was a 12 o'clock start, 11 o'clock pregame. So today is 11 o'clock start, 10.30 pregame. Only a half-hour special. But, hey, happy Canadian Thanksgiving to all my Canadian friends. And happy Columbus Day. Everybody here in America. I wanted to ask you about you and the Canadians. Um, Thanksgiving, I thought, was an American holiday. When did you guys take that holiday under your own, and why did you change the date? The great thing about Canada is we pretty much do whatever we want, whenever we want to do it, and we just make fun of ourselves all day long, every day. So <laughs> we have no rules up there in the great white north. And Canadian Thanksgiving, we just picked our own day and say, this feels like the right time. I mean, you just totally lifted that. It was American-made. I know, but Canada is just a phenomenal extension of America. You know, okay. we just take our favorite parts, and that's called Canada. Sure. that's what You celebrate Christmas like seven times a year. You just come up with stuff. All right, Riker. Uh, Day after Christmas. Don't yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. We're, we're only two games into this avalanche season. So listen, let's, let's understand that this is, uh, when we talk abs hockey right now, it's almost impossible until you get a few games in, but we're two in and every avalanche goal they've given up, they've given up six goals total all on the power play. How do you fix that? What's wrong? That's a great question. Being a former, former penalty killing player myself, that's kind of all that I did. You need to simplify it. You need to get in the, the shooting lanes. That's a big one. Uh, too many pucks are getting through your top two guys, and then they're just scoring on rebounds. Or, most importantly, when they get the puck on their stick, they're not clearing it. So it just comes down to paying attention uh, to the fine details and doing your job. But, you know, Coach Bednar is going to be switching up his penalty killing unit. It's an honor to be on that, much like the power play. So it comes down to just paying attention, and most importantly, Try not and take seven penalties in the game. That wouldn't yeah. hurt either. Yeah, it, taking penalties, is, is that a skill, a lesson? Because they're calling more, right? They're changing the way they call. The, the high stick is pretty prevalent this year. How do you learn not to take those dumb penalties? Honestly, Vic, I don't know if you can legally do this, but if I was a coach in the NHL, I'd fine guys a $1,000 per bad penalty taken, and 99% of them, or because these donkeys don't leave their stick on the ice. Vic, the second <laughs> your stick comes off the ice, 
you are probably going to get a slashing, a hooking, a high-sticking penalty. And guess what? The puck's on the ice, so why is your stick not on the ice? Leave your stick on the ice, and you will not get any penalties. It's that simple. But if you I never thought of it that way. Guys, they're not going to get it. Wow. So uh, you got to assume that in practice they preach that all the time. It, is guys' tempers just getting the best of them? No, you get going, and old habits die hard, and it's kind of cool to keep your stick up in the air and do the look thing. And it, you need to have it on the ice so that when you're not thinking, it's your automatic reaction. But in the game, you're reading and reacting so quickly that the stick sometimes gets away on you when really it serves zero, and I mean zero purpose if it's not on the ice, because you're going to intercept passes by accident when your stick is on the ice. It's just a habit that needs to be changed. And it's a common National Hockey League thing. I was a victim of it, but I'll tell you this, Vic. Back in the day, when I was one bad penalty away from being in the American Hockey League, as in being cut, my stick never left the ice. Wow. See, I learned so much from Mark Rycroft. I learned about these donkeys in the league right now that are playing with their sticks up. (laughs) It's easy to fix. Uh, So i got to ask you, we're two games in. What have you seen out of this outfit this year? that leads us to believe it'll be a different season for the Avalanche? One, a healthy Simeon Varlamov. He was phenomenal in the first game. You know, he was fighting that injury last year with his hip groin slash whatever, and he just wasn't the same guy. He was basically the best goaltender in the league three years ago. Jonathan Bernier had a phenomenal game and a loss against New Jersey, so our goaltending looks excellent. They are younger. There is more energy. You're going to see Tyson Jost get uh, up on the second and third line tonight, or pardon me, this morning. And just the young guys coming in to push the McKinnons and the Duchesnes and the Landeskogs to be their best. It's a different young energy. There's a bit of a different feel. I can't pinpoint it yet how long it's going to last, but I kind of like the vibe to start this season. But we certainly can't go back-to-back games against Boston and not get at least one win out of that to keep the vibe going here. Yeah, um, from a goalie's perspective, uh, Bernier didn't have much much hope on a couple of those shots, but we know Varley's Varley when he's on. What do you think about Bernier so far? Phenomenal. We're going to break down uh, two highlight reel saves that are probably going to be plays of the week. Oh, yeah. This morning in the pregame show, he had how many highlight saves but got hung out to dry on the power play? You know, guys make nine passes, Vic. No goaltender in the world can stop that on too many occasions, so... How often do you lose 4-1 to one and you don't blame the goaltender on one goal? Special teams killed them. I look forward to Bernier's second start, which will probably be in the next three games, to see how he does. But, wow, he was impressive in his avalanche debut. What's it like right now for Matt Deshane and his teammates? What, what, what is said? What, yeah, what, how do they, how does this work? Did you hear about Peter, did you hear what Peter Forsberg said? Peter Forsberg yeah, went on Swedish TV and said they should <laughs> trade him. It's like, wow, Pete never says, you know Pete, he never says anything controversial. I can't believe that came out of his mouth. Yeah, he probably got a little too comfortable sitting on the air is my guess why that came out that way. You can't bench him, obviously. You need to play him. He needs to play well and get a lot of ice time so that he raises his stock so that Joe can get a good player in return for him. It's such a fine line, and Joe Sackick has such a tough job as all GM jobs are you can't give him away for nothing he's only a year removed from being a 30 goal scorer uh you know he's better off on this team than giving away as a gift he's playing with uh kerfoot he's playing with Niall yakupov he's got a goal and assist he just needs to come out 
hot, play great today, somehow get seven, eight goals his first ten games, and I think a team will come to the plate with a deal that Joe likes. Are you content with the way the Stars, outside of Duchesne, are playing so far? Two days in, two games in. I know in the opener, all the Stars got in the scoring act. Is this this is what they're supposed to do, right, Riker? This is. Game one, yes, I was happy with it. Game two against New Jersey, there was a little bit of inconsistency, but I want to go through today's game before I start ripping on guys. You know, sometimes I have to go into that locker room and face the music because I'm telling it how it is, and yeah. I'm going to hold off one more game sure. telling it how it is because it's just a little too early. If the guys come out this morning and really turn it on, then we're heading in the right direction. It's a big game for the Avalanche in this young season. And it's a 1 o'clock start in Boston. I loved afternoon games. You get up, eat pancakes, some waffles, some bacon, and then you're on the ice playing a game. It's the best. So I expect a good performance this morning. Are you at the Altitude Television Studios right now? I'm here. I'm staring at the Telestrator. Julio's about to send me over a clip. I got yeah. Dave behind me, not doing a whole lot of work, but that's kind of what Dave LaRose sure. does, you know, yeah. as you know. So we're getting pumped up and getting ready. A fresh pot of coffee on. I'm still looking for Kyle. He's upstairs doing work, I think. I was going to say, Kiefer shows up like at 5 in the morning prepping for summer. I'm not sure what prep work he does. It's a half-hour show. You do most of the talking. All you have to do is set up Riker. What the hell is he prepping? Uh, he's the Keith man. Last time we did a great thing about uh, vacated laws in New Jersey, and, and which was true and which was false. He does put some work in, I will say, uh, Vic. So who knows what he's going to come up nice. with this morning. Well, he is creative. All right, somebody on the text line wants to know, since you do celebrate Thanksgiving today, Cuban Benny says, please ask if tomorrow then is a big sale day in Canada. Do you have, like, a Black Fridays on, on a Tuesday? How does that work? No, I don't think it's a big day in Canada. Boy, you know, I've been removed for a couple decades now. As far as I know, the 26th, which is Boxing Day, is always the hugest sale day in Canada. I think that's our Black Friday, Boxing Day, December 26th. All right. Uh, good luck with those donkeys today. Hopefully they uh, keep their sticks on the ice. Riker, you're the best. Appreciate a few minutes. Thank you, Vic. Thank All right, take care. Mark Rycroft, Altitude TV. You can watch um, Riker and Kyle Keefe. They got a half-hour pregame today. We got a half-hour pregame. Face-off, 11 a.m. Avs and Bruins in Boston. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 wants to send you to see the Avs take on the Predators in Nashville November 18th. Airfare, hotel and game tickets for you and a guest. And we even found you a tour guide. It's Mark Mosier. It's the Mosier. I will show you the honky-tonk time of your life in Nashville. The best barbecue spots, the best bands, and then it's going to be some awesome hockey. Here's how you win the trip to Music City. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. When you hear a greeting from a country superstar, the third caller at 303-753-0950. And you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. Awesome! Only from Altitude 950. Individual results may vary. At Brain Balance Achievement Centers, parents find real help for their kids. Lincoln was a different child before Brain Balance. Probably like 15 times a day he would have a fit. Prior to Brain Balance, my son was very much unable to focus. Things that would bother her would be like the tags on her clothes. She was definitely like a sensory processing challenge. Is your child struggling? 
Is there a diagnosis of ADHD, dyslexia, a processing or sensory problem? Find real help. Brain Balance delivers on the promise of a better life for your child and for you. As we went through our first month, huge things started to happen. And she walked out of there walking probably 10 feet taller. It's been an amazing transformation. The program will transform not only your son or your daughter, but you as well. Brain Balance is a drug-free program for struggling kids. Don't just compensate for your child's issues. Get to the root of the problem. Now, six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 1-800-877-5500 today. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. And that's CERTA with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Pro Painters. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Pro Painters, we do painting, you do life. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from AIS Industrial and Construction Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit AISIND.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So tell me if you've done this before. Today, when I walked out to grab my newspaper in the dark, in the cold, in the blizzard, I went out shoeless and sockless. I just wanted to see how long I could withstand the cold and pain. Got to the paper. Barely got back to the porch. Almost, almost collapsed before I got back to the porch. I think I took a total of 24 steps, but I almost did not make it back home. That's how cold it was today. That is my test for whether or not winter has arrived. Going shoeless and sockless to pick up the paper. Can you make it back? I barely did. I'm glad you survived after your grilling accident yesterday and this today. You've had a rough 24 hours. If you, if you missed the, uh, well, just go on my Twitter account and see what happened to my face. Trying to light a grill, uh, the old fashioned way manually when the uh, igniter did not work. Threw a lighter down there and almost blew up my entire face. I singed all the hair on my face pretty much. Eyebrows, eyelashes, 
hairs prominently displayed on my forehead, most of them gone. And there is absolutely nothing worse. Please agree with me on this. Is there anything worse than the smell of burning hair? No, it's bad. And we should ask our next uh, special guest on the hotline what, what they think of this. Manchester, have you ever burned the hair on your face in a grilling accident? Uh, I have, and it's been a very similar story to what you just uh, expressed. Throwing the match in there and yeah. not realizing, hey, all these fumes, all this gas, yeah. uh, it didn't go away. It's all going to ignite. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I've done that. And then how stupid am I? Because it's like talking to somebody who can't speak English and you speak louder, thinking that it's going to you know, make sense. I got my head closer to the grill, hoping that it would light. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things you look back in hindsight and think, uh, not my finest moment, not my <laughs> smartest decision. Uh, HW, did you give him the bad news yet about his record over the weekend? Uh, Manchester, you and I had a uh, rough weekend. We both went four and eight. That is your second straight week going well under 500. Yes, I, uh, opened up the, uh, photo I took of our sheet and, uh, uh-huh. did that math this morning. I think, uh, Vic and the Little Degenerates were both seven and five, correct? Correct, yes. Yeah. Manchester, yeah, please I, uh, tell me that. Please tell me you altered your picks when it came to the money game this weekend. Please tell me you didn't. You did not do the same thing. Uh, I made some adjustments while I was okay. here, but uh, I will tell you this: there were some winners in our group. Uh, I am not among them. I had a uh, I had a bloodbath of the weekend. I'm below 500 just picking games straight up in our little contest we do. So uh, yeah, having to do point spreads that was way over my head. Dude, isn't it crazy how the NFL has become just, I mean, ultra, the, the parody is at a new level now. And my buddy who's in town was, was mentioning how he's, the NFL just doesn't appeal to him anymore because it's like anything goes. You can't, you can't determine anything. It's completely out of whack. Do you like it, Manchester, or do you, do you prefer what we saw 10, 15 years ago where you had those marquee teams that you always expected to win and they won? Yeah, I'm I'm with your friend. I, I like, you know, when there's some teams, when there's some greatness, when there's some excellence, and that's what, everybody's striving to get. I mean, it really is. You know, when you sit there in the sports book or you're watching Red Zone or whatever, and you're watching, you know, six, seven, eight games at a time in the morning, all these teams are the same, and every game seems to come down to, like, two plays. Um, you know, even, like, the Lions game, if, if they stop, stop them on third and nine, get the ball back, you never know, they got a shot. It really does come back down to one or two plays in every game. So one of the closest parlays I had was a five-team parlay that I made every pick by simply flipping a coin. I went four out of five on that. That tells you all you need to know about picking NFL games. Total crapshoot. Anybody who says they know what they're doing is lying because all these teams are basically the same. There's not a dominant team. I mean, if you're a Broncos fan after this weekend, a few things. One, your schedule is setting up beautifully for the fact that the Giants come in here totally depleted. Yes. Then you go play the Chargers. I mean, this team should be 5-1 and one when they yes. go on a Monday night, two weeks from tonight, to go play Kansas City, without a doubt. And I didn't watch anybody over the weekend that I think Denver can't beat on any given Sunday. And you guys know what I think of this team. I mean, I didn't think they were going to be really good going into the year. But, man, there's nobody that I really think is all that good. Well, hold on I think a second. the Broncos have a good shot. Isn't Kansas City better than we all thought? I mean, if there's one team, yeah. Kansas City offensively, God, man, they got a lot of weapons, bro. Well, here's what Kansas City has that the Broncos don't have. They have this big playability, right? They they all of a sudden, can, whether it's on a, a punt return or a kick return or a jet sweep or whatever the case may be, they get big plays. That's the biggest flaw I find with, with Denver is 
you know, with Trev and with this offense, it's you got to put together eight, nine, ten play drives and hope you don't get off schedule at all on the way. And that's how they that's how they put up points. So yeah, I mean, I guess Kansas City looks like the class of the league. The record certainly suggests they're the class of the league, but you know, they're still Kansas City. It's still coached by Andy Reid. I'll I'll believe it when I see it. It's just uh, it's just a, a overwhelming amount of mediocrity around this league. Yeah, HW has the same take on that. Show it to me in the playoffs. Andy Reid makes some questionable decisions come playoff time. He does every year. But I want to I want to give you my quarterback power ranking, most updated version, and tell me what you think. Okay. Um, Aaron okay. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, certainly number one. Okay, he he does it all. You saw it again yesterday. I got yes. Alex Smith number two, Tom Brady three, and pretty much everybody else after that. That is my quarterback power ranking. So he thinks updated. Matt Ryan and Cam Newton are just guys, James. That's what I've been fighting on him all. Those night. are I've got I've got in order: Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith, Tom Brady, everybody else. I think you're. I, I think I'm with HW on this one. I mean, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. There aren't a lot of special quarterbacks. There really aren't. I think your your premise is probably accurate, but I think you're narrowing the field a little more than you should. Yeah. And I, I, I'm still I'm still not an Alex Smith. Believer, but again, he's like Andy Reid. Let me see it in a in a big game on the road, late in the season or in the postseason. Let me see it then, and then I'll I'll buy it. I mean, what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday is why he's at the top. He's number one. That's the kind of thing Tom Brady could do as well. Um, and to to a large extent, they're not surrounded by great players. I think Aaron Rodgers has a better surrounding cast than Tom Brady does at the moment, but. Um, no running game in Green Bay, so everybody knows it's going to be him having to throw the ball, especially with a minute 10 left, and he's able to do that. That was a quintessential Trev can't make this drive, though. That's a prime example of it, of the kind of thing that separates elite from just another guy. Yeah, but see, again, I'll go back to this. How many quarterbacks can make that drive? I mean, you just said something that is so, it's so Manchester-like. I can count on three fingers the quarterbacks that can make that drive. And we saw one of them do it yesterday. So to say Trevor can't do it, yeah, you said that about 27 other quarterbacks, dude. Uh, I mean, Dak led Dallas right down the field just before that. Oh, come I mean, on. Matt Ryan could do it. Cam could do it. Matt Stafford could do it. Matt Stafford put up 14 points in about three minutes. And if they get one stop, they, they got a shot to come back and beat Carolina yesterday. So I, I'm, I'm with you. There's not a ton of them, but there's, there's eight, there's ten, and my point all along, we've been having this battle for a year, is if you don't have one of those eight or ten, you're not well, going just, anywhere. So you guys well, just, just stop playing then. Just you know, call no. it a day. If you don't, you according gotta, to your theory, you keep searching. Why, why bother? I mean, let's just call it a season. I'm not convinced that if he got to play, that 12 couldn't do that. I'm not. I'm not convinced at all. And we saw, you know, whether it's Jared Goff, I mean, we see guys that, hey, once they get to – to play a little bit and make those mistakes and learn on the field, they 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 start to blossom. That's been my point all along. If you got, got a just, guy and you know he can't do it, you got to go with it and see if the other guy can do it because we don't know. That's the problem. We don't know. Hooking up with Manchester, who's in Vegas after his uh, excursion over the weekend. Uh, serious question: Is yes. what what is the scene like in Las Vegas after what happened there last week? Uh, you know what? It, it, you really can't tell that much of a. Uh, that much of a difference. We were staying at, at Mandalay Bay, and so it was wow. maybe a little quieter than than normal, um, but not not a ton. You you really, if you had been you know out of the country or you know on the moon or whatever, and hadn't heard any news for a week to ten days, I don't think you would know that there's anything 
different. I mean, this town just keeps just keeps spinning. How about security measures? Are they doing anything differently after? <laughs> yeah, I mean, check your bags. They did not do that. Uh, they had the random, hey, you got to show us your key before you go to your room, which yeah. you know was accomplishing zero. But there's a a large police presence. You have to go through metal detectors to get into shows and stuff now. So uh, that's that's definitely been a, a little bit different, but. You know, it's it's not as though getting to your room is like getting through a security at the airport or anything like that. There's not a not a drastic change. Well, it just goes back to what I said. If you want to do something heinous, you'll find a way to do it. There's only so many measures, safety measures you can take. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's you not going to change. Everything. No, you can't. And it sucks. It sucks, but it's a it's a cold truth. All right, so you're back tomorrow. Hopefully, you didn't get. To, hopefully, you didn't lose the shirt off your back. Uh, and you come back with uh, some relative sanity. We don't have to argue tomorrow over dumb things. But uh, good luck on the trip back. Glad you got a chance to get away. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Manchester. All right, guys. Thanks for holding down the fort. I will see you in the a.m. We got it taken care of. Don't worry about it. See you, James. All right. It's snowing here. I hope you get in. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, 90 here. That's going to be a bummer. It's been snowing all morning, and it's no signs of letting up. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. All right. So sounds good. Take care. So, uh, HW, if there were a game, game three and the Rockies were in it tonight under these conditions, in these, would you be there? Yeah. Would you go? No doubt. Do you remember the I'm game in 07 against the Phillies? Or no, it was against the Diamondbacks. Well, was it game three against the Diamondbacks when Tori yeah, Alba hit the home run in the pouring I don't know, rain? I don't know. No, I wouldn't do it. You would, you would just, we haven't had playoff baseball here in eight years and you just, you'd just skip it. You'd be I'd out. be out. I'd be watching on television. Yeah. I'm out. It's, I'm not, you, you want, oh, hold on a second now. Hold on. You want me to go outside in this for four hours straight and I barely made it to get my paper? Dude, we haven't had playoff baseball here in 2,900 days and we're going to wait out. at least another 365. You know, that's where I lean on the 45,000 of you who are worthy and tougher than I am. You guys get out there, support the home team I watch on television. Well, they're not playing because the Diamondbacks cheated, and it's funny now that the Diamondbacks can't cheat. Their season ends tonight. So Dude, we just we had Sam LeCure on, man. He just talked. He gave you like 15 minutes of sign stealing. It happens all the time. Yeah, but the guy was wearing a watch three weeks after they've been told those are banned. You can't wear them. You can't tell me that this whole oh he was super innocent thing is legit. I'm gonna still believe he cheated, and that game will always That's be fun. tainted to me. I don't buy it. All right, bonus coverage, bonus edition of the Vic Lombardi Show. We take you until 10:35 this morning. Why? Because the Avs play on altitude 950. 11 a.m. faceoff in Boston. Pre-game show starts at 10:35. So we got 35 minutes coming up right after this timeout. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up later this morning, the Avalanche wrap up their three-game road trip with a matinee in Boston. The puck drops at 11 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 1035. The voice of the Avalanche, Mark Mosier, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Happy Monday. Happy Columbus Day. Happy Avs versus Bruins Day. Game three of the Avalanche season. Face-off coming up at 11 a.m., which is why you get this bonus edition 
of the Vic Lombardi Show. We take you till 10.35. Time now for today's edition of Know Your Avs, brought to you by CSU Global Campus. At CSU Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. During Saturday's game in Jersey, what did Mark Mosier tell listeners about Joe Sackick? What nugget of trivia did he use regarding Super Joe? Be the first caller, 303-753-0950 with the answer, and you got yourself a $25 gift card to Garbanzo's Mediterranean Fresh. First caller, 303-753-0950. What did Moj say about Captain Joe? Even if you didn't hear him say anything, just guess. What do you know about Joe? 303-753-0950. I've got a hint that it involves a movie. We'll tell you that much. We'll tell you that much. He was in a movie? Well, that was part of the trivia. If you had been listening to Moe's, you'd know your ass. But we can't give away any more now. So I I know where he's from. 303-753-0950. I know where Captain Joe is from. He's from Burnaby, a suburb of Vancouver. Grew up across the street from an ice rink. You talked about it with, uh, with Riker. 